0: Okay, okay, what's going on, LBHT crew? B, what is going on?
1: Lakers in the playoffs is what's going on. Lakers in the playoffs. Despite Anthony Davis's best efforts. (laughs) Hey, listen,
0: it's Wednesday, guys. Happy Wednesday. Hope your week is going well. But if not, hopefully it gets better starting right now. Oh, look who's here. First, Coach (laughs) Evans from SIP2 Tally Films. What's going on, Coach? Yes, yes. uh he, he beat he beat your guy Bazel. Bazel, you slipping today? Ooh, we got Alfonso Richardson in the house. What's going on, Alfonso? Thanks for coming through. We got MJ in the house. What's up, MJ? Just Allos in the house says hello. LBHT crew. I hope everyone is well. Some hey, indeed, family. indeed. We got Hendo from the Rogue Pies. Is we in here? Yes, 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 yes. Dandy's in the house. What's up, Dandy? Says welcome to the channel. Hit the like button and subscribe yes. yes yes living legend in the house what's going on living legend salute to you zeke hokage says jose and Bronny, what's good unks hey that makes me feel a little old i know he keeps doing it <laughs> he Keeps on doing it that's all right zeke. <laughs> that's right like coach coach calling on slow fingers calling by self uh slow fingers you're yeah, slow today you're slow today but look listen um we got we got we got we already we're already here talking about Odell. We talked about Odell. We're gonna give you some more Odell. Okay. We'll discuss some um some uh contract details. Uh we'll discuss what it could mean for the for the Ravens. But uh look the NBA playoffs is here, okay. And if you didn't know, <laughs> this is a sports channel, okay. We discuss we discuss a little basketball on here as well, all right. And we have a special guest to help us discuss uh the NBA playoffs cuz nobody can break down the NBA like this man. Mr. keeping it real. What's going on? What's going on guys? How y'all doing? Hello, man. Doing great. Doing Let me well, take this off so, you, so we don't cut your face off. There we go. There we go. <laughs> hey man, listen, listen. You're a go-to guy for for NBA talk, okay? All things NBA, okay? You are you are the man. All right? So um uh will we'll, do we want to start with the NBA B? Should we start with the NBA uh, we probably should. Okay, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Let me give a couple more shout-outs here. We'll get a couple more shout-outs. We got Joy Walker. What's going on, Joy? Salute to Joy. Thanks for coming through. C. Dubster's in the house. Says, what up, LBHT? Let's have a great show. Indeed. Indeed. Top Billing, what's good? Says, if Ravens got OBJ, why couldn't they have just kept D-Hop or just got D-Hop instead? We'll discuss that as well. We'll discuss that. Our brother OTR Mike from Open Mike with OTR Mike says, "Well, well, well, if it isn't the LBHT gangsters." Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) And salute to Marco G coming through. Says, "What's good, fellas? Congrats on the Lakers for winning the chip last night." (laughs) Thank you, Marco. Thank you. And what's up, One Sessions? Thanks for coming through. D Weezy in the house. Oh, there he is. He's late. Bazel. Says, Y'all would do this while I'm making chicken nuggets. You know it's what time it's been the, the same
1: time for <laughs> three years, brother. Making chicken nuggets you like uh, you damn twelve year old. I didn't hear you say.
0: I man. got big rash. What's up, big rash? Thanks for coming through, man. Yolanda, what's going on, Yolanda? Up, Yolanda. Shout out to
1: you. What's going all on? All right.
0: All right. Look. Look. Let's get into this because yeah, we look. We uh, want to discuss. I think that you forgot something. No, I didn't forget. Let me set it up. My goodness. Let me set it up. Let me goodness. set it up. Okay, I'll tell you what I did forget. I did forget. We are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch, so mm-hmm. make sure you hit subscribe, like, follow, all that good stuff. Also, if you're looking for the Super Chat, if you're new here and you're looking for the Super Chat, uh, there are two ways we do Super Chat. One is right there, on the corner, right below B. Dollar Sign, LBHT Show. That's the Cash App. Also, the pin link that you see in the chat box will take you to our stream elements both way. Both ways, you leave your donation, leave your comment, you'll get a nice little animation right next to my face. In fact, let me change my, my back screen here so we can see the microphone, man. All right. This is the Ring King setup here. Um, okay, yes, we are going to get into that. But I didn't forget, B. Okay. I did I, I never forget. We start every show with a black history fact,
1: and B <laughs> has a black history fact for you. Why would you take the time to make chicken nuggets from scratch, bro? From scratch, that's why Not just make something else? <laughs> why would you... Anyway, I, I don't know about yourself. that. That's cool, man. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to ruin your dinner. Uh, so, yeah, we'll keep this a little bit quick. Today is a, uh, a very special anniversary. I don't know if anybody knows uh, what it is just off the top of their head, but today, April 12th in 1861, was the start of the Civil War. Uh, when the Confederate Army attacked Fort Sumter, took it over with no casualties, and a couple of days later had kind of moved in and you know made it their own, and you know it, it's it's kind of relevant to Black History because it showed the different ways that uh, Black people were valued by the North and the South, uh, and they and they were they were valued by both. Okay, because yeah. the South, uh, like I said a couple of days later they moved in and they brought in a bunch of uh, carpenters and laborers. Uh, and they were mostly slaves, and they worked on repairing and maintaining the fort over the next four years. They had over 1,200 slaves in, during that time period compared to just a couple hundred uh, white laborers uh, working on the, the, um, Fort Sumter, <clears throat> as opposed to the North, who looked at Black people as a, uh, an asset to help win the war. Right mm-hmm. uh, In the summer of 1862... Uh, July 1862 the north passed the uh second confiscation and militia act which allowed them to go into you know any state and essentially conduct a draft uh to to fill the ranks of the union army and you know if if the quotas weren't met by volunteers then you you go into the the draft portion uh the confiscation act said hey anybody who rebels against the 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 US essentially you know the the union uh Loses their slaves, uh, so it was kind of a it, 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 sort of an emancipation kind of thing. I mean, obviously the war is going on, so you can't really enforce it. Uh, but that's that's what it said in, in practice. Uh, that didn't really work out the draft part, uh, but it did lead to the Enrollment Act a couple uh, about a year later, which was a national draft. Uh, but you know, this was the first time. It wasn't the first time that black people actually fought in a war for the U.S. You know, that happened in the Revolutionary War, the War of 1812. But it was the first time that black people enrolled or enlisted uh, in in large numbers. There was a lot of uh, enthusiasm uh, for black people joining the military and fighting in this Civil War. You know, hoping that it would bring equality, it would bring real change. And you know, on, on one hand, obviously it did. You know, uh, slavery. Went away, uh, but obviously discrimination remained. And even with the the Militia Act, where they were allowing Black people to to enlist, uh, they, written right into the act was a uh, discrepancy in pay uh, if you were Black versus you know a white soldier. Uh, and they say that you know a lot of that was they expected Black Blacks to be laborers as opposed to actual soldiers. But I mean, regardless, right? Uh, one thing that i did find kind of interesting to go along with this because we talk about it a lot uh every week on this show uh, with the salary cap and how it just kind of uh you know it's an artificial way to suppress salaries when the enrollment act was passed and, and you know there was a nationwide draft essentially like they were quotas for every state every district and they built in a couple of ways to get out of it uh You know, ostensibly for pacifists, but one was providing a substitute. You know, you get a a suitable substitute to take your place. You don't have to go. Uh, The other way was paying $300, which in 2018 was the equivalent of about $5,000. So you just kind of pay your way out. Uh, You know, the the Army gets some money, they get a little more funding, and, and you get to stay home. In which obviously, you know, you say it's for pacifists, but it's for rich people, right? So that they don't have to go and fight. Right. right. And it and it, it spawned the uh, the phrase uh, "rich man's war, poor man's fight." And a lot of people think that the option to pay your way out was essentially a salary cap for substitutes, because what would happen at the time a lot was substitutes would, you know, they get paid to take people's spot. They would enlist. And then they'd be up out of there, right? And then they would go back and get paid to be a substitute again, join up, dessert, get paid, <laughs> join up, dessert. So they were career uh, substituters, they called them. And the, the pay your way out clause was seen as a way to limit the amount of money that those people could make. Uh, right. You know, essentially doing, mm-hmm. that. but yeah, I just wanted to, that was just something I found a little bit interesting because we talk about that a lot with the way the salary cap is is artificially suppressing the way athletes can, can uh, earn today. Uh, but yes, the main fact today, the anniversary of the start of the Civil War, which led to or, or really spurred on the the uh, emancipation and, and abolition of of slaves in the U.S
0: hey that's what's up that was a good black history fact salute 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 to mj says what's up keeping it real it's gonna be a great show tonight yes 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 it excited is excited to see our guy keeping it real yes. suge knight three two threes in the house over there oh, on I'm twitch sure. he's one three two three over on twitch if you're if you're a, a, a twitch uh viewer and he he plays all kinds of stuff call of duty um uh, what's the other one apex legends magic he does all that stuff so go over there get him a a following okay uh and salute to llama the llama for a dollar 69 appreciate that says llama 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 red pajamas alone without his mama baby llama wants a drink but mama's at the kitchen sink okay oh no llama llama red pajama calls down to him llama llama mama baby llama okay <laughs> that's what you okay. put it. all right all right mama hum- hey hey you pay for it you get it he says llama hums a tune mama says that she'll be up soon salute to the llama hey thank you all
1: right well thank you all very right. much and thank you to <laughs> Bird from trash brandon and salute to Dorian
0: WP1 for subscribing. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. All right. Listen, if you want some weird comments like that, uh Red, <laughs> hit the Cash App, I guess. Okay. Dollar sign LBHT shows the Cash App. Also, that pin link that you see in the in the uh chat box. Yes, I know. That was uh <laughs> that was something. <laughs> What's up, Engraven? Thanks for coming oh, through. Hold on, you, you know, I wanted to start with the NBA playoffs. But keeping it real, we haven't seen you in a while. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've I've been watching your videos. Uh, Um I just wanted you guys, I just wanted you to give your thoughts on Odell signing with the Ravens. What are your thoughts? You know, is it is it good, you know, bad, too late, you know, not enough. What 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 do you think about the whole thing?
2: You know, it's funny. Like, I've seen um, I've seen a lot of positive um, vibes from this. Like, oh, man, we finally got Odell. This is great. We got that number one guy. I've seen some people say, I don't like it. It's too late for that. Lamar is already out the door. Uh, for me personally, I kind of had mixed feelings. I didn't love the signing, but I didn't hate it. Now, mm-hmm. Odell on this wide receiving court, obviously he threads the needle. We know the talent that he brings. But there are some concerns because – of his injury history, and he is coming off of two ACLs. So the question comes up, um, when it comes to the situation, the question that comes up is, will he be healthy enough to play through a 17-game season? That's kind of a tough one to answer. But at the same time, you do understand that when he is on the field, a guy like this is going to garner attention from defenses because of his experience and what he brings to the table, which definitely can open it up for – a guy like Rashad Bateman and our other receivers to kind of do something. So um, bringing OBJ here, uh, it, it was a deal I didn't love, but I didn't hate. Obviously, he's a guy that definitely helps out the receiving core and honestly looks like automatically comes in and be that number one guy for the Ravens. But um, it's not like I was overly excited for that. However, I kind of looked at the situation and thought to myself that the Ravens are pulling somewhat of a, how do you say, desperate move? Because this is, this is literally a move for Lamar Jackson as soon as I saw this on him like this is a move to try and convince Lamar to try to lower whatever his price is whatever his number is they're trying to lower it or at least convince him to lower it by finally giving him the weapons that he wants because he's wanted OBJ for a while and they weren't able to get OBJ now all of a sudden he's like I want my money we're not getting anything going with the deal that trade request comes we hear about it and now all of a sudden." The Ravens, a franchise that's been known to not give up huge money for an offensive player, decides to give this huge deal to a wide receiver. And, yeah, it's one de- one year, but, like, this is unprecedented from what the Ravens normally do. The type of money they gave Odell is the type of money they would give a linebacker or, or a corner. That's what they would usually do. But to give that to a receiver, this is obviously a move to try and – and really kind of get Lamar back and try to see if he can lower his price. So this move was really to try and see if they can uh, try to get Lamar closer or at least back to where they want him to be and see if they can work this deal out, which, again, we'll see how it works. But, yeah, in terms of the Odell thing, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I think it's something that can help the receiving core, but it's more about how this move could affect Lamar's potential status and his future status with the Ravens.
0: Yeah. Hey, well said, And but this, this is why I love what Lamar is doing. Right. Um, as we call it the, you know, he, he's getting the black quarterback treatment. Okay. If you look through the history of the NFL and black starting quarterbacks, you know, teams don't invest in them. Right. And you get, you hear a lot of the same tropes, the same dog whistles, right? Uh, well, you know, um, you know, he's, you know, he's more of a runner than a, than a passer, you know? Oh, well, yeah, he's good. But when his legs go, you know, you know, uh, he, you know, what good is he to the team essentially? Right. You can't invest in a, in a, in a player like that. Like you can't surround him with weapons because, you know, he's not accurate or, you know, why receivers don't want to play with them. Like this isn't the first time you've heard this stuff with Lamar. Uh, it's the same thing with Donovan Nav. same thing with, with, with Culpepper, even though Dante Culpepper shows you exactly what he can do with weapons. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you know, RG three got the same treatment. You know, Warren Moon had to go to another league to, to, to prove himself as a quarterback, right? Uh, before he even he come to the NFL. Um, so this this is this has always been a narrative. Teams just don't invest the way they would a, a white quarterback. And even though I think the Ravens like him, like B said, you know, I don't believe they really believed in him as a passer. And they and it shows, right? Because they don't invest in the offense at all they don't give him the weapons even though he's saying i need weapons i need this um but he's one of the first to stand his ground and say all right well pay me right like i'm not i'm not going to just take some team-friendly deal um you're either going to invest in me or i'll walk and he put them in such a bad situation because yeah you may they may not believe in him as a passer but they they understand that they need him right right yep and and they're in a situation where there are no other options and this is something that we wish cam newton had had done for the for the panthers i think cam newton was just two team two pro uh pro panthers right two pro organization and it was to his detriment and you know i don't think they treated him well on his way out um they definitely put him in a bad spot in terms of like you know getting himself hurt and just you know just not putting anything around him had he done something similar to this I think you would see you would have seen more weapons around Cam Newton. I think his career would, would turn out a little bit different towards the end. And I think what Lamar's doing right now is exactly uh, what 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 he should have done because yeah, they weren't going to get Odell, right? But because he's just like, look, you're going to pay me, or I'm not going to play. Now they're like, okay, we hear you. Let's let's get you some help on that side. You want you want Odell? You know, I I wouldn't be look. D hops still out there. I wouldn't be surprised if they go after D Hop. You know I don't think they're gonna do it but I won't be surprised. This yeah, yeah this is what happens when yeah. teams get desperate. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You saying? I, I agree with keeping it real like this what is fully a, a a an attempt to bring Lamar back into the fold because what was the first thing they did in free agency they went and they offered twenty one million dollars to Darius Slay. You know mm-hmm. if they get that deal done there's no Odell know Dell's not coming at that point. But right. you know, they they thought, hey, you know, okay, yeah, he requested his trade, whatever. He he's gonna he's gonna stay here. And it seems like, hey, you know, he's he's not engaging with them. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, this, you know, obviously we don't know this is all behind the scenes. My 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 sense is that he's not engaging with them. Mm-hmm. He's not saying, yeah, I'll be back. He's not giving in. And mm-hmm. so the that's why, you know, in their in their press conference the other day, they were so they, they looked so shook. They, they didn't want to hear his name. They didn't want to answer any questions about him because they don't know if they're going to have him. And they go out and, and they offer more money to Odell than any wide receiver made this offseason, right? Like, mm-hmm. Odell's a, you know, he's a very talented player. Uh, but like I said, he has the injury history. You know, there, there's talk out there that he's healthier now than he was prior to the the second ACL tear. So, I mean, we'll see if that bears out, then this is a great deal. If not, then, you know, obviously it goes the other way. But there were other wide receivers that you could have had for less, and they weren't even – they weren't interested. Uh, To Jose's point, though, this is – there are other options. Uh, You can have Bryce Young. CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and all you gotta do is send Lamar down the road a bit <laughs> to Charlotte. We'll give you that number one pick. You'll you'll be you'll be well on your
0: way. We'll talk about the Panthers in a minute, and uh, <laughs> well what's being way. reported. Yeah. Uh, they're getting. We'll see how you feel about that in a minute. But uh, but yeah yeah no, yeah yes um, no they they put themselves in a, in a horrible situation mm-hmm. and and that's just I think that's that's ego on their part. I think they just thought hey we are a top-notch organization. We've done this a trillion times. We know how to deal with players, and this guy doesn't have an agent. We can break him. And it didn't happen, and they did business as if he was already signed because they, they just knew that they're going to get him uh, uh, get him to commit, and he hasn't. He's done the opposite. He's just like, look, I, it's whatever, man. You can tell me I, I feel no pressure. I'll sit here. You know, until you give me my money, all the while their money's tied up because they don't want to, you know, spend too much because, you know, uh, he's, you know, they're tagging him and he's eating up the cap. Um, there's no other QB options out there, you know, and they're, they're stuck. They can't go through this seat. They can't go into the next season losing, right? Not as much money as they, they pumped into the defense, not as much they talked up, you know, being a competitive team and all that stuff. Um, they have to sign him. They have to They have to figure something out. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, they, when, 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 they're, when a team is in that situation, you don't have to do much. That, that's the thing. Like, you don't need an agent for that. You don't need an agent to sit there and say, I'll wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's read a couple of comments here. We got – let's pull this up. Marco G says, uh, Ian Rappaport said he wasn't even healthy in the Super Bowl two years ago, and he still balled out. He did. Yeah, he did. That's 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 a fact. Uh, one session, one session says you can give that money to D hop instead of Odell. Uh, Yeah, you have to right now. D hop isn't a free agent. You have to trade for D hop. Right. So it's a matter of what does Arizona want? I heard they've gone down the asking price. Right. Um, Yeah. I yeah. Look, You love D hop. There's no there's no argument there. You can have both. There's not to be one yeah. or the other. That's the other thing you can. You
2: can <laughs> they can get both of them. Okay. Yeah, there's but like done. there's a thing that has to happen there. I believe for uh D Hop, because like he's he's like huge on the salary cap for the Cardinals. So they have to like first restructure his contract before a trade can happen. Yes, yeah.
1: Or just agree to, to, to pay some of his salary, right? And okay. you know, they weren't able to get a second, third round pick that, that they were that they were looking for. You know, I know Baltimore only has the five picks, and I know that that really scares Eric. But if you send that third round pick to Arizona and say, hey, you need to eat X amount of the cap, and then he shows up in Baltimore, you can restructure either his deal or some of the other Ravens on the team. Because they say they can open up about $26 million, uh, doing restructures just with existing contracts. You know They can do it. It's just a matter of do they want to do it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael G says, OBJ, D-Hop, or Evans uh and bateman to go along with likely and, and mark uh andrews a, a healthy jk assuming we keep lamar I emojis oh yes <laughs> assuming assuming um and we'll discuss that a little bit more in a second uh spawn says these owners are trying to do as much as they can to not have these big guaranteed contracts be the new normal in the nfl that's another thing i want to discuss as well because um i was watching um one of uh, Quincy Carrier's um, uh, videos discussing uh, the the whole dynamic with with the contracts and how that's going to play into the next um, the the next uh, collective bargaining agreement. Because what's going on is you, you know they had that rule where they have to they have to commit like eighty percent of that of that of that, of that put that of that salary in escrow, right? The owners do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Um, and basically it was just 80 percent was just too high right they that they was a good idea at the time so you didn't have people just just making these ridiculous uh deals and then you know not ponying up the money later right but now salaries are inevitably going to go up high right like it's inevitable yeah. 230 mil guaranteed is inevitable like that's right around the corner right most of your top quarterbacks are going to be getting that next year or the year after, so they know it's going to go up. I think it's just a matter of them trying to slow it down long enough to where they can get to, back to the bargaining table and try to get that number down for how much they have to put in escrow, right? But that's that's what Quincy was saying. That that was that was an interesting point he made.
1: I'm not sure that that's something that they would even have to wait for the CBA. To, I mean, this is just a, a, a an agreement amongst the owners, right? And it's a yeah. it's a little less than eighty percent. Like for example, this one guy had a video and he was breaking it down. He said, like for the for the Deshaun Watson deal, they had to put in, I believe it was like 160 million or something like that, 165 somewhere around there. So it wasn't, you know, it's not the, the full amount or anything like that. But this is just something they could probably just get together at an owners meeting and say, we don't need to do that anymore.
0: Well, I don't know, right? I, I don't, I don't know what 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 they can change and what and what has to be. Uh... Co- collectively
1: agreed upon. Listen, apparently, they can change whatever they want because I went to bed one day with a 16 game schedule and I woke up with <laughs> 17. So, well, I, that's <laughs> fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know because this is dealing with players' contracts. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it could be. Who, who knows? Um, all right. Let's read a couple more comments here. Marcus says, uh, "Great move signing OBJ. You somewhat mend the relationship with Lamar. Need to get a deal done, and you mend the relationship with Bateman because." he's close with obj look keep it real let me ask you this Mm um that now there's wide speculation that um this this move does help lamar because lamar wanted uh odell here and it's it's believed that odell signed here with the understanding that lamar's going to be the quarterback do you think that this signing uh signifies that lamar will be coming back at least for next year
2: Oh, yeah. Um, This is great. Uh, I had a video about this a while back where I played all the likely scenarios that can happen regarding Lamar Jackson about whether or not he signs the tag, whether or not the Ravens could um, look to potentially get an offer and match that. And I came down to two scenarios that I think could very well happen. Uh, Depending on how the situation goes one of those was a potential trade for Lamar Jackson if nothing can happen because they they cannot go into the season without knowing who their starting quarterback is and then the other situation was Lamar Jackson playing on the tag and seeing what he could do next season Uh, prior to OBJ getting signed. I thought that it could be likely if nothing's happening, especially since Lamar put out that tweet that he requested a trade. If nothing is progressing, if they can't get anyone, I thought the possibility of Lamar Jackson potentially being traded, maybe even during draft night, could be on the table. And it was uh, definitely more likely to happen as the days went on. But that was before I saw them make a a move to get OBJ. I never thought they would make that type of move because that's not their M.O., so that shows it's a move of desperation to try and keep him. And since this is somebody that Lamar Jackson has wanted and now he has that weapon to work alongside him, we were seeing all the videos of, of him and Odell together on his IG and stuff. And it seems like he's definitely wants to play with this guy. I believe it's more likely that he ends up playing on the tag this season, especially since Odell was a one-year deal as well. They see how this works out. And then next off season, they try to work this out because, I mean, I don't expect the deal to happen between now and the start of the season. And Lamar is not going to negotiate his contract during the season. So no. uh, I think it's possible he plays on the tag this year because he's going to have OBJ. They see what they can do together, and then they renegotiate this whole situation next offseason.
0: Yeah. Well, they can't even negotiate after July, right, When you're on, yeah. on the tag?
1: They they yeah. can. It would just have to be – you can't negotiate a long-term deal. They can negotiate mm-hmm. a, the one-year deal. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree that I, I don't think it signals him coming back necessarily, but I agree with your your, your the points of, about, you know, especially because they signed Odell to a one-year deal. Like they are kind of just trying to draw him back in for this season, play on the tag, and then and then we'll see where we go from there. And, you know, Lamar, I'm sure Lamar is open to that. Like he said, he wants to play with Odell. Uh, you know, Rashad Bateman presumably will be healthy thanks to the end of the Steve Saunders era. Uh, you got J.K. Dobbins, you got Mark Andrews, you got Isaiah Likely, you got even Nelson Aguilar is a nice little upgrade down the depth chart for them. Uh, mm. But I still think that if somebody comes in with an offer, Lamar's going to be like, "Yo, have fun, Odell. I'll, <laughs> I'll see you in the off season. Well, right? I mean, listen, it, it, like,
0: yes, but the, the Ravens could still match, right?
1: Yeah. I don't think that he would sign a deal with another team while with Baltimore saying we're going to match, you know, I, I think he would go and say, Hey, listen, I found a deal. I want to move. You need to just agree to, to, to go ahead and trade me. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and what I've heard from Ravens fans when we point out bad trades that they made is if somebody requests a trade, you are obligated to trade them. Oh, so, well,
0: well, that that's that doesn't doesn't count when, when it's a player that we want. Right. What's <laughs> up, <laughs> well, so ASG says Lamar's coming back. He's not going to not take the tag money at the end of the day. He might. You don't know. You don't know. Um we'll
2: see.
0: And, and, and listen, I, I don't think I don't think he he's not gonna play this year either, right? But the thing with that is he got until week seven to to decide, right? Like that's not mm-hmm. a he has to decide by July or by training camp. He could say, Okay, I'm gonna play on the tag. I'll let you know when I show up. You don't wanna wait until week seven. <laughs> for him to, to, to come back. You don't want to wait until week three for him to come back, right? Yeah, week and, the, and the,
1: the 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 big thing for me is if you're the Colts, if you're sitting there at four and Will Levis is the only guy left, how happy are you with that? Or are you going to make a move for Lamar? If you're the 49ers and you're going through your mini camps and whatnot right now and you're like, man, Trey Lance does not look like the guy and Brock Purdy is injured and we let uh, jimmy go and, and it's Sam Darnold here. I don't even want to talk to Sam. Uh are you are you not going to make a move for Lamar? Right. If you're Miami and you're like, man, Tua had 18 concussions last year and he's up for contract. I don't want to pay him, you know, 170 million or 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 whatever guaranteed. Are you not going to make a move for Lamar? Right. So I, I think it's, you know, they have that big hurdle to get over in Baltimore, which is draft night and then, you know, the next week or two where teams are going to be You know, there's teams that are going to miss out on quarterback, period. You know, it happens every single year. Uh, And if you're one of those teams, you're going to have those desperation moments. And are you going to make an offer that Baltimore will not match in in that time frame? You know? Yeah, Yeah.
0: yeah. Salute to Marco G for 333 says, do you guys think that with OBJ signing with the Ravens, Aaron Rodgers may not want to go to the Jets since Jets were also pursuing OBJ? Uh, he got Alan Lazard. That was one of his demands, right?
1: Alan Lazar. And Randall Cobb and the yeah. tight end and his own offensive coordinator. And well,
2: he's going to the Jets. <laughs> he's going to the Jets. Like, yeah. To, yeah. he's going to the Jets. The
0: only thing that's holding up is the conversation, right? He already said he he wants to play. It's, it's not a matter of him wanting to go there. It's uh, do the Jets. <laughs> do the Jets still want him for the price tag? Because uh, Green Bay is not coming off of what they asked for. Uh, what do they ask for? Like, two well, first-round and- picks?
1: No, I, I think so. What I read is that they had basically, you know, almost finalized an agreement and it was gonna be a third this year or a fourth this year and then a first next year. But they uh, the Jets were making the trade with the understanding that he's gonna play for two seasons. Yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers came out and said, I'm 90% retired. And they're like, well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: the thing. Like Packers don't wanna like like the Jets don't wanna give up that pick if they know that. Aaron Rodgers is not going to play in 20. Like, it's not 100%. The minute A Rod said that, they're like, hold on, we're not sure we're getting him. We thought we might get him for two years, but we get him for one. Now, we're not giving you a pick for
0: 2024. Yeah. Right. Um, Be the change you wish to see. Says, anybody going to mention the Jalen Hurts 340 million plus rumored deal? Um, There's all kinds of rumors flowing out there. Yeah. So it was 300, north 300 mil. Um, There's rumors of, of, um, What's the kid's name? Justin
1: uh, Herbert. Oh,
0: yeah. Justin Herbert getting a $500 million deal. There's some big contracts on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the Ravens to not give Lamar what he wants now is foolish. It's yep. foolish. Like, whatever he's asking for t- today is not what he's going to ask for next year. That's guaranteed. That's just And that's just business. That's the market going up. That's mm-hmm. the cap going up. That's, you know... um. Prices of everything going up, right? Salaries go up as well. So if he wants $230 million guaranteed, then you give it to him. Because next year, these players, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, um, Joe Burrow, right? Uh, pretty soon, Trevor Lawrence, you know, and, and, you know, in a couple of years. These players are going to get that money. Yep. Uh, two or three of them are going to get that money next year. And if they get that money next year, Especially with Lamar balling out with Odell, right? Uh, he's going to want more. Yep. So you have to pay even more. So whatever he's asking for, I don't care how you feel about it, man. Just give it to him because what are going to do next year. You're not going. They're not going to be prepared next year to, to lose him. They're not going to be in a situation that, in fact, they're going to be even even less prepared because if he says I'm not coming back, then Odell's not coming back, and you have to pay 11 million in debt money for Odell.
2: That would be worse. Right. Much worse, and they wouldn't be prepared for it. Yeah, exactly. and, and
1: when you're talking about quarterback, the price only goes up. It always goes up. It never comes down, even if it ends up not being Lamar. Like, this is this is what Carolina just went through, right? They had the chance to draft Justin Fields or Mac Jones. They didn't like either one of them, so they, they went with J.C. Horn. And for the last several years, they've been in QB hell. And they've traded a couple... Uh, a couple firsts, uh, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore to get into the position to take their quarterback in April, you know, to to get to that number one pick. Like that's that's a lot more than just saying, hey, you know, we're going to go out and, and give our quarterback what he wants. Now for Carolina, obviously they didn't have the guy in house and that, you know, that played into that. But Baltimore, you have the guy, you know, he's the guy. He's proven repeatedly. He's the guy. If you let him go, I mean, who knows how long it's going to take you to to find an adequate replacement and what you're going to end up having to give up to get those guys. Because with the defense they have, even if you roll out there with Tyler Huntley, you're probably not going to be in position to draft Caleb Williams or Drake May next year, right? Your defense is going to win you too many games for you to be picking one or two. So then you're talking about having to trade up or just skipping out on quarterback again. And then you start getting into that Cleveland Brown territory where they went 30 years without having a real franchise quarterback
0: yeah no mm-hmm. all facts all facts yeah uh handle makes up a good he brings up a good point also uh Mahomes restructuring is going to happen what's he going to get paid <laughs> if Mahomes says i need 280 mil guarantee what do you think the chiefs are going to say you think they're going to say no they're going to hand them the check. blank just sign your name here <laughs> yeah yeah that's it. 280 million? all right. Here you go. <laughs> I mean, you could
2: ask, I hey, man, you could have asked for 350, you could have asked for five. low key, we got a gave it. You got you got us two rings, man. You take whatever right. you want.
0: Right. And that only pushes up the price for everybody else, right? You could say, hey, you know, Lamar's not Pat Mahomes, nobody's Pat Mahomes, but there's only one Pat Mahomes, and we can't get him. Right. True. That's that's how the market works, right? People yeah. think, oh well, he's not the best player. Why is he asking for the most money? because he's the best player available, mm-hmm. right? He is Patrick Mahomes to us, okay? Patrick Mahomes ain't coming to the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar is here, and be mm-hmm. glad we have Lamar.
2: And it don't even have to be Pat Mahomes in this situation, because, again, if you look at both Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow, who are both up for a contract, these nope, are tomorrow. quarterbacks that went to the Super Bowl, so they helped took, take their team to the Super Bowl. Obviously, if you lead a friend like Cincinnati, when's the last time they've been to the Super Bowl? He helped right. get them there. And then they almost got there last season. Whatever he wants, they're going to give it to him. And then Jalen Hurts, they for them to be able to go from Carson Wentz and then rebuild this team under Jalen Hurts in as quickly as they did and then get to the Super Bowl, that guy leading them there, whatever he wants, they're going to be willing to give. So it's only a matter of time. So, I mean, if you wait on this Lamar thing, these other quarterbacks here that Lamar is looking at and saying, I'm just as good as those guys that have gotten to Super Bowls. They're going to get paid big. And the Ravens, If you don't do this now and you wait later, you're just not going to have the money to afford him and you could end up losing him completely.
1: Yeah. And and that's kind of my thing with the, you know, even OBJ coming is not guaranteeing him coming back. It's exactly what you said right there, right? Joe Burrow got to the Super Bowl. Uh, Jalen Hurts got to the Super Bowl. You know, Josh Allen got to the conference championship. And Mm -hmm. Odell is sitting here, or not, Lamar is sitting here saying, I'm better than all those guys. And the reason that I'm not in the Super Bowl. It's because of you, Eric, and you, <laughs> Steven, because you're not giving me the the, the the tools that I need to get there. Joe Burrow has Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd to go. yeah, the O line is bad, and they, they've got to work on that. They've been working on that. But you're you're talking about one of the best skill position groups in the league, period. Uh-huh. You know, the Eagles are loaded everywhere on that roster. Yep. You know, Josh Allen was missing guys by six, seven yards, and they said, We're gonna get you Stefan Diggs. And you know, and, and and go out and get Dawson Knox, and we were working on the running back position. We're gonna make sure you're protected. We're still gonna try to bring in more receivers and help out. Like they the those other teams are building around those guys now. And Lamar's looking around, and it's Devin Duvernay and Tylen Wallace and James Prochet. Right. And he's the one who's catching the the slander for that, not Eric DaCosta. It's yeah. just, oh, Lamar's not good enough. That's why they're one and three in the playoffs. It's Lamar. And that's yeah. absolutely not the case.
0: Now, Tori you uh says Ravens are sending the message that they don't that they do not fully believe in LJ as their long QB. Here's OBJ. Now prove it to us. I don't think that's what the OBJ signing is. Right. Um I think if they did that last year, <laughs> right, then, yeah. then maybe. But this is clearly a, a desperation move in uh, and, and, and the timing of it. They didn't even do it at the beginning of free agency. They're doing it now after Lamar says, I want to leave. All right. Publicly. Yeah. Publicly. Um, and shout out to Kay Woods for the donation it says, if losing slash trading Lamar meant drafting Will Anderson with a fourth pick and Hendon Hooker with a 23rd pick, uh, cap room to trade for D Hop. Who says no? I say no. You you drastically downgrade your quarterback. And Will Anderson is not going to make a a difference on this team if if uh Hendon Hooker doesn't turn out to be good. And yeah. there's a lot of question marks with Hendon Hooker.
1: One, you know, not the least of which is he's like a year younger than Lamar, and <laughs> and, and, and nowhere and nowhere near the player that Lamar is. But the, has the, none the, of the experience <laughs> there. No, 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 right, right. And yeah. you know, I want Ravens fans to really think about what you're what you're asking for when you talk about more, you know, adding more to the defense. The defense gave up 18 and a half points last year. How much better do you honestly expect them to get? Like, it's not realistic for you to say we got to get that down to 14. We gotta get that down to 13. Like it's just it's not going to happen. Now, you know, you need to replace your starting corner, right? Because Marcus Peters, I don't think he's coming back. So that's fair. But anything else, man? Like, you know, it's it's blood from a stone, right? Like, it's the same thing on the offensive side. If you're scoring 33 points a game, you're not, you know, adding another elite playmaker is not going to bump you to 40. Like, there's a cap on how how good you can be, how much you can how how much you can produce. And on the defensive
2: side, they're pretty much there.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. that's a great point there about the defense too, because like, um giving up 18 points a game, that's in in this era, especially in the conference, you're in a conference with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, all these great quarterbacks, Mm -hmm. giving up 18 points in this era, there's not much more you can ask. Like you can throw as many skilled players as you want on the defensive side. That's not going to affect a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. We've seen the Eagles threw everything at him in the Super Bowl. It did not stop him. Many people thought that would be a stomping. It did not stop him. Like, as much as you love what the what the Ravens have done with their defense and how much they've invested in it as a Ravens fan, as as, as as much as you love that aspect, it's not going to be enough to get you to where you want to. You have to be able to invest in the offense. In this era, you got to be able to score points. And it's mm-hmm. going to start with having a quarterback that can try to match up with somebody like Apache Mahomes, a quarterback that can match up with Josh Allen. That's why this idea of just drafting this other guy and trying to move forward – No matter how great your defense is, Mahomes is going to carve it up. Josh Allen knows what he's doing. So you have to have a quarterback, especially in a conference like this. If this was the NFC, maybe you have an argument. Still don't think you would get past a team like the Eagles. But in the AFC, with all these great quarterbacks, to just assume that you can go get a young guy, out of the draft, put him into this, and surround him with great talent, and all of a sudden he's going to be able to go take on the Chiefs and outplay Mahomes in the playoffs and outplay uh, Joe Burrow in the playoffs. That's just not realistic.
0: Yeah. it's yeah. just not realistic, and and, and it's kind of irresponsible, right? You're just yeah. assuming you're so because because you're just throwing out the all the metrics that that show that Lamar's one of the top passers in the league, right? You have all these matches, all this data to show you he's very accurate, he's efficient. You know, like he 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 is one of the better passers in the league. You want to dismiss all that? Why? Because he because he he's great with his legs. So you're gonna say, oh, we can replicate that with anybody, right? Like as fans, you could say that. That's fine. As an organization, if you say that, that's that's just being highly irresponsible. And that's how that's how teams turn around. You know, they they go from good to bad real quick.
2: Yep.
1: And I mean, to your point, also keeping it real, like. Uh, the Eagles had a very good defense. The second half of that game, the Chiefs were down several wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Several of their guys were out of the game, and they scored every possession. Unaffected. Didn't even yeah. phase Mahomes.
0: And Mahomes not had enough. a high ankle sprain.
2: Yep. yep. That's that the error win. So I don't know how much better you can make your defense and just assume it's going to be able to match up with those type of quarterbacks. We're well, not in that era anymore where the defense can just take over. If, if you have that quarterback that can make those type of plays, he doesn't even have to have the greatest of offensive lines. If he can get any sort of pass protection, I don't create, I don't care how great your front seven is. If he gets any level of pass protection, it's over.
0: It's a wrap. It's a wrap.
1: Now, well, yeah, now Joe Burrow made it with the worst offensive line in the league. He made all it the, the way Super to the Ball. Super Bowl. Facts.
0: Yeah. Facts. And he <laughs> how many times did he gets sacked in the playoffs? Like 58? <laughs> 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 you know, like every other dropback was a sack, man, but they still made it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Megan is a Seahawks fan. Shout out to Megan. Thanks for coming through. Um, she says, Hendon uh, Hooker is coming to the Hawks, Jose. Um, so so you prefer, like, how do you view Hendon Hooker? You think Hendon Hooker is, is a long-term thing? Like, he comes in and he sits on the bench for a little bit uh, while Gino's cooking um, and then takes over for Gino? Because right now, I mean, Gino's one of the better quarterbacks in the league, too. I I, I wouldn't be looking to... To get him out of there anytime soon.
1: You know, I have Hendon Hooker making his NFL debut at 29.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
2: don't know if you want to do that. That's kind of uh,
0: you know. I like him. I understand historically, Gino hasn't looked great out there, but he looked really good. And then they just re- they didn't just give him a new deal. Yeah, yeah they did. They just gave him a new 100 million, deal, hundred million dollar deal. Well deserved. And yep. l- listen, man, it's not easy getting good quarterbacks, right? Um, I wouldn't spend a first round pick on Hendon Hooker. Or you know, or even a second, if he's there later on, if he drops like Malik Willis did, and you say, Okay, well, we'll grab him and maybe we can develop him, you know, and we'll we'll see. You know, um, but we have our starter, that's one thing. But drafting him to replace Geno, man, you got your quarterback, man. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with that, you know. Yeah. What's up, Josh Hoffman? Josh is here. He says, Oh, he's on the show. He says, I was just thinking how the the uh uh Bring in a random young first round QB and see if they can keep up. Is being done by Pitt, not us. Oh, mm. shot fired! Not nice, sir. Not nice. Should night is should b three two three is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Uh, keeping it a real, one of our good friends. Oh, and and Josh is is throwing shots at him. Okay. Baby Mittens
1: is not some random dude. <laughs>
0: first of all, Kenny Pickett is a friend of the show. Kenny Pickett has donated to the show several times. Okay. <laughs> and george pickens i mean you know we haven't seen the faces but it said it in the in the donation so we assume they're real people okay nobody um,
1: lies on the internet is that? nobody lies Probably nobody okay so <laughs> <so>. a <laughs> <laughs> oh. couple more, get, couple guys. more
0: we go get to... yeah yeah no problem no problem Come more and, and we'll get to uh the nba when, when keeping it real comes back because he, he is our he is our nba expert here okay if you love how he's breaking down and look, look Keep it real, no sports. If you don't know by now, <laughs> he knows sports. So make sure you go over there and subscribe to him. I'll link his uh, his channel in the description. Uh, Kogan Sherr said, assuming we put a little more to our wide receiver room first, how would you feel about us not re-signing Peters and picking up Shaq Griffin to fill our vacant CB2 spot? Good question. Because me and B had this discussion right before we started, right? I am of the mindset of do not bring in another Cornerback, okay. You you ask and ask. it's like you know when when kids keep asking for stuff at the store, you give it for them, and then they they go home. And they're like, okay, now I want something else. No, 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 Play with the toys that you begged me to buy, okay. <laughs> the Ravens kept on begging to get to buy new cornerbacks every time a draft comes up. Okay, you drafted Brandon Stevens, you drafted Jalen Arm Davis, you drafted Pepe Williams. All right, let them play. The rest of your secondary is is airtight. Okay? You have to be able to make do with what you have. I don't think these guys are are trash, right? Then then, you know, they have played well. They're their fourth or third fourth round picks, but you believe in them, you keep saying that you believe in them and and they're developing. Well, let them develop. Let them go out there and play. Let them make some mistakes. You got two very good safeties to help cover that up. You have one of the top cornerbacks in the league to help cover that up. You just have you have a hundred million dollar linebacker to help cover that up. Let those young guys cook. I say if you're not bringing back Peters, you don't bring in anybody. Okay? I don't know if you heard that. Keeping it real. My my stance on um, bringing in another cornerback is don't bring in any more corners. You keep drafting cornerbacks. Let them play.
2: Yeah, I'm fine with that. We got a lot of young talent in the secondary. Just let them play and develop.
1: Well, I, I, I'm I'm going to disagree. You have a lot of young players in the secondary. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know that I would call them talent. Just like you have a lot of young, <laughs> young players in the wide receiver room, right? And I think that yeah, yeah. they've done enough for right now. Uh, I'm not saying that they they shouldn't add anyone else, but adding Odell Beckham. Assuming he's healthy, you know, I'm, I mean, he's obviously gonna he's gonna take a physical and all that, and presumably they've seen him work out and everything, and and they're satisfied that he's healthy. So a healthy Odell Beckham. Plus, Nelson Aguilar is like the third, fourth receiver, you know, and and assuming you get back Rashad Bateman, that's a pretty decent wide receiver room. Okay, Mm -hmm. and so at this point, right now, with that wide receiver room, corner is the biggest need on the team. uh, That that second corner. Now, if you're sitting there in the first round, and uh, Joey Porter's available, Christian Gonzalez is available. uh, What's his name? Is it Cam Smith? I believe is is available. I think you take one of those guys. If those guys aren't available, then you go ahead and take another receiver and and look to to build that room for the future. Uh, but right now, as it stands, I think corner that second corner is the biggest need for the Ravens because I don't want to hear about edge rusher. You drafted Olweh when we told you don't draft Olweh. You drafted a when we told you draft George Pickens. You're not going to listen to us. Then you you deal with it, you deal with, the, you deal with your, the the mess you made over there. But that's <laughs> the exactly how I feel about corners. But they right? but they haven't drafted the guys high at corner. They drafted guys in the fourth round. Like you're not expecting those guys to come in and start yeah. in the second in you know their first or second year. But the problem
0: I have with it though mm-hmm. is that because because uh, what's the other cornerbacks, uh name that we we gave away? Sean, was it Sean Wade? Was that his name? Yep, uh, yeah, Sean so Wade. Yes, that's another corner. That's the problem I have because these are drafts where you know we 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 have to get more picks, more picks. We had 10 or 11 draft picks, right? We didn't want to package any of those to trade up to get somebody more talented. Mm-hmm. Right. We had to sit there and draft every one of those players. Well, if you're going to do that, then no, you you use those. Right. It's the same way I feel about edge rusher, too. Right. You want to send off. You want to get rid of every good edge rusher we have because, you know, you don't want to pay that position. And you're like, oh, we'll, we'll draft the guy. I will right, well, then, you know, then you sit with that. I want to focus on uh, a left guard and right tackle. right? And more wide receivers. I don't care, man. Like use use those draft picks and and focus on offense. Now, obviously, not every single pick has to be offense, but I want there to be a focus on that. Um, but no, I don't want to see. I don't want to see any more uh, picks. I don't care. I don't, I don't care who was there. I don't want to see any more picks at cornerback.
1: I'm mm-hmm. saying the edge rushers have to sit with what they have because again, those were first and second round picks, True. and you expect those guys to come in and play well and and be your starters. That's not what they have a corner. Uh, and even even the the highest pick that they have a corner is Brandon Stevens, who's a third round pick who never played corner. So even that that was one they just set that one on fire. Uh so no, I understand. I I, I I think I think that ideally, ideally, they go out in free agency, find themselves a a cheaper veteran to be the the second corner, and then you can still go O-line or wide receiver in the first round. But if they're sitting there uh you know at at twenty two or twenty three or whatever it is, they're on the clock, and like I said, Joey Porter's there, and they have an address corner. I have to go ahead and take him.
0: I, I feel you, like no, I, I feel what you're saying, right? These are lower picks, but my point is, this team treats those lower picks like the first round picks, right? They they don't care what round they're in. Picks Not are picks in there, and they're no no right. But that's that's exactly my point. Stop pretending like these these lower round picks are are play you know like that players that are gonna bring great value to the team right and 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 be honest with yourself but that's not what they do come draft day they just want more picks let's trade back and get more 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 because you know these guys are going to be contributors well then cool let them contribute stop drafting that position and let the guys that you have contribute right and let them play
1: yeah I, I think that, that daCosta and the rest of the front office in Baltimore has a problem that a lot of fans have as well where they They act like the draft and your 53 man roster and who plays every week aren't connected. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You know, and it's like, hey, we're in this fourth round and oh, well, we got to take the value guys here. No, take the guys you need, right? You, You didn't need to draft two more tight ends and a punter and a fullback. You didn't need any of those guys. Not really. You know, you went that whole draft without getting a wide receiver because there wasn't a value wide receiver there. And then you didn't have any wide receivers. You know, they, they, it's <laughs> what you do in free agency and in the draft. I mean, I know this is going to come as a shock. It directly impacts the 53 who are, who are suiting up in week one. <laughs> True. And and they, they just, they don't operate like that, but you know, it, I, I'm going to say that Odell, you know, the desperation move of Odell and the not so inspired move of Nelson Aguilar is enough for right now that they can look in other, other areas with that first round pick.
0: See, thank you, Josh. He says, basically, Jose doesn't want us near any CB uh, cornerbacks. Like you don't let your kids see Coca Mel Icon when you're trying to watch Ted Lasso. Thank you, thank you. You know, it's 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 actually Minecraft videos in this house. Jacob loves Minecraft. Um, but okay, all right. So keeping keeping uh keeping up with the draft talk, let's transition over to the Panthers. Okay. Uh 100 people in here. Go ahead and hit that like button. If you're new, hit the subscribe button, all right? Also, keeping it real, okay? Go to his channel, hit the subscribe button, okay? He gives you all the Ravens talk plus NBA plus anything else that you want over there. He, yo, this man breaks it down. He breaks it down. You don't want to miss his takes. I'm telling you right now, all right? Um yes, oh, and if you're looking for the super chat, I know some of you guys are looking for super chat. don't do super chat over here not not the normal way okay this this is the better way right here dollar sign lbht show that's the cash app all right and the pin link that you see in the chat box will take you to our stream elements page both ways there you go see just like suge did right there you leave your donation leave your comment and you get the nice little animation right next to my face suge says great show fellas lakers about to go on a run in these playoffs me and b about to be celebrating together when we get to get another ring uh i have a video request can Bronnie do a video on the jedi love hearing his thoughts especially his thoughts on yoda b is not a fan <laughs> of the jedi okay uh listen we can we, we can we can do a whole channel on the issues we have with star wars
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh that that might be something we can discuss on the overtime show all right i can uh, i can
1: boil boy, it down for you real quick even real the jedi are punks <laughs> you know i agree yeah. Exactly. Exactly. This this look look at that man.
0: Like nobody nobody sticks up for the Jedi. What's that? I mean, nobody.
2: Okay. What do they really do? Like what what do they really do? How much of an impact do they really make?
0: Oh, I wasn't I wasn't going to stick up for me either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't say, oh man, that's sad,
0: man, you know. <laughs> Wish somebody would help him out. Um okay. <laughs> okay, look. The Panthers Yes. We thought, yeah. we we thought when they traded for the number 1 uh pick that they were going to go strongly we thought Anthony Richardson, right? Cuz Anthony Richardson had a great combine, right? Um and if it wasn't Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud was somebody that was rumored that they liked a lot. Now, you have Mel Kuyper. uh you have you have um uh um uh Adam Schefter saying, "Hey, Bryce Young is going to be the pick." B, do you believe the reports or is this
1: all a smokescreen? I think it's a smokescreen, and and that's not not to say that they 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 won't necessarily end up drafting him. I think that they're trying to get Houston to give up a couple your know, mid round picks to move up to number one to get Bryce Young, and then they'll move down to number two. Um, I honestly think at this point, because you know, it, it's funny that you you hear you've heard all different r- reports, right? It's Bryce Young's their guy, then it's Frank Reich is pounding the table for Anthony Richardson and it's Tepper wants young uh, Reich wants Stroud. The rest of the team want, you know, the rest of the people want young They're, they're, they're all, you know, it's in it's a disarray. They don't know. Uh, so I, I think it's definitely a smokescreen. I've got to believe that, you know, moving up from nine to one, giving up DJ Moore, giving up all those picks, they're going to take a, a, a chance on what they see as the, the most potential, out of this class in Anthony Richardson. Okay. I'm still, uh, I'm still
2: right. leaving that way.
0: Keeping it real. What say you?
1: Yeah, I was actually gonna
2: ask about that. Like I was I was gonna ask in terms of who did you really truly believe? I, I think Anthony's probably the pick for them for the most part. I would agree. I, I really think it's a smoke screen. A lot of people like Bryce Young, and and the fear that Carolina might go with that at one could be enough to convince them to try and um give up some picks so they can move up to that number one spot. So uh honestly. I think Carolina has an idea of, of who they want to pick. And I think Anthony is probably, um, if I was to say, I think Anthony's maybe one on their list and CJ might be two for them. And then I would look at Bryce number three, if, if that was to be the case, but I don't, I don't think Bryce Young is somebody that they're, I think it's possible that they can definitely take him, but I think it's, it's more so of a situation where they're trying to definitely convince someone like Houston to definitely give up a pick, or maybe even the Colts at that fort, like just give something up. To try and get that number one pick, which could definitely help out considering the fact that they gave up a lot just to get that number one pick. So they may be trying to get um, definitely some picks back in regards to that especially since everyone seems to be keen in on Bryce and they're probably are like, I'm thinking we're focused on Anthony. That's who we want to get, but we want to see if we can get somebody like Houston to try and get that number one spot. We can drop the two and we'll be fine taking Anthony, but we'll also get picks back. Cause you know, losing someone like DJ Moore and giving up those picks just to move all the way to number one, we kind of want something back. And if we know that Houston is going for Bryce young, that works perfectly for us. I, I think they may be looking for Anthony, but they also want to see if they can get something from Houston so they can jump to one, get some picks, and then take our guy at two. Yeah.
0: Let's, and, listen, You know,
1: the, I'm sorry,
0: I, look, look, I, I I have some I have some hands on experience with this whole situation. Okay. Um, we just we, you know, I, I don't know if you know what uh, keeping it real. We have a dynasty uh uh fantasy football league, okay. And I traded for the number one pick, okay. And everybody wanna know what you're gonna do, what you gonna do. And I said, I'm, I'm I'm leaning towards quarterback, man. Uh uh, but I knew there was somebody in the league that really wanted Bryce Young. He was picking number two, he was picking two, right? Same same scenario. Mm-hmm. So I started I, every every time somebody asked, I put some Bryce Young uh emojis, some Bryce Young, you know, <laughs> gifts in, in the chat. Let them know Bryce Young coming here. Okay, we're going Bryce Young, baby. Cause I just wanted to see. I just, just kind of wanted to check to see is, is he desperate enough to try to move up to that number one pick. Right. Is, is he gonna is, is he getting nervous Down? I, I might take his guy? But I didn't really want Bryce Young, right? And I didn't, yeah. you know, and I, I you know, I like I'm 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 one of the the nicer guys in the league, the nicer owners. Okay. This is a very cut cutthroat, cutthroat league, okay? This is a hashtag no that, gentleman's league. That's not true. <laughs> so I didn't take his guy, I went with Anthony Richardson, because that's what I was leaning towards. I was leaning towards Anthony Richardson or CJ Stroud. I think this is the same scenario for the Panthers, man. And like B has said before, they put this coaching staff together for a player like Anthony Richardson it makes sense right a bigger risk but higher ceiling and a coaching staff like that like this that knows how to develop quarterbacks you go for it right
1: yeah so. and I, I don't buy into Frank Reich saying he doesn't have a uh a, a size preference in quarterbacks because you know that that's the target you know, Bryce Young is, is short uh, and everybody who's ever taken a snap for Frank Reich is like 6'2", 6'3", or, or taller. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, that's just a coincidence." No, it's not, Frank. Come on, <laughs> come on now. So I, I don't think he's going to abandon that philosophy and, and go with the five ten guy. Uh, when and listen, you know, I, I don't, I don't like the fact that people compare Anthony Richardson to Cam so much. I think it puts it puts some, some undue pressure on him. You know. Uh, Yeah, but you know, also he he's done it himself. But he compares, yeah, the Cam and Lamar, yeah, yeah, but but the but that's there's a difference between you saying, hey, I'm like those guys, I'm gonna call myself, I'm gonna give myself a nickname like that, and then everybody being like, that's the next Cam Newton. He better come in and and, and ball out as as a rookie, you know. um, But I think that that kind of you know Carolina bringing in the next Cam is gonna be something that's difficult for them to pass Mm -hmm. up.
0: True. Yeah. But listen, to be fair, any number one overall pick is going to get some sort of comparison. Yeah. Right. So I mean that does, that comes with the territory. You know. And yeah. I'm sorry, man. Will you All have that I, kinda... know,
1: I don't I don't remember Baker's.
0: Uh listen, you, listen, man. What, what, what do you want me to say there? Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember much from Baker. Well, I, well, I, well I, hey, listen, listen. He got he got hyped up, especially after yeah. his rookie, his rookie year, and then they brought in Odell. You know, you had people saying they're gonna go sixteen and zero. Yeah. They're gonna win the Super Bowl. He's an early MVP candidate. The expectation was there. It's just that yeah, when he sure. didn't live up to it, you know, people just looked the other way. They didn't really True. criticize him. Yeah. yeah, but there was expectation with with uh, Baker. Um, but yeah, what was I gonna say? Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's it's look, we're an hour in. Okay, there's still ninety people in here. Go ahead and hit that like button if you are new hit that subscribe button. We are going to transition to some NBA talk because the NBA draft is here. But first, before we do that, before no. we do... No, what? NBA playoffs. What? Said, oh, I said, said draft. Said, yeah, draft. Said. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I still got draft in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're still <laughs> far away from that one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the NBA playoffs is here. But no, before we get to that, a word from our sponsors. Ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Look. Patreon.com slash LBHT show. Okay. There's a lot of good things happening over there if you go to to that site. Okay. Just click, just go there. Patreon.com slash LBHT show. All right. You got three dollars in your pocket. Uh go ahead and sign up. Okay. Uh, and sign up soon because that price is actually changing. I've been I've been hinting for a while that the price is going up. We're gonna go that low tier is gonna go up to five dollars pretty soon. Still an excellent deal. All right, you see everybody that's he- here in the chat. You know, they're trying to get us to read their comments. We can't read the comments like we used to because you guys are showing us so much love. Um, but we have a Discord. You sign up to the Discord. Uh, that chat is going 24-7. Uh, we're in there. We have Coach Evans that's in, in our Discord. We got we got uh, Hendo. We got Suge. A bunch of people are in there. All right? All um, right as well as their discord as well. We're in, in their discord as well. All right. So uh we have a few tiers here. he's gonna tell you what you get for those those tiers and uh we'll show you some some merch real quick.
1: It's so for the three dollar tier that gets you into our NFL Pick'em league that we have hold every season. We give away a custom LBHT trophy or plaque to the winner of that. Shout out to Hendo who somehow
0: yes that's the plaque. That's the new plaque. <laughs> These are our previous champions that was Mikey last year holding holding the uh lbht trophy coach evans won the first trophy right there all right, and that's that's our current champion
1: yeah so whatever uh that that gets you into the the like i said the the pickham league the ten dollar tier will get you the lbht crew coin that jose has right there Uh, And that'll also get you into our Fantasy Football League. We have a Dynasty League going on where we give away a custom championship belt that looks something like that. It's going to be upgraded for this coming season, so it's not going to look exactly like that, but that's the one we gave away this year. Uh, Shout out to Buck for for winning the first season of our our Dynasty League. Uh, We also have a redraft league that we do for fun, but if there's enough interest, we can convert that to a Dynasty League as well. Uh, Then we have the... (laughs) Then we have the $20 (laughs) tier, uh, which is a combined tier for this show and our boxing podcast that we do with OTR Mike, Ring King's podcast. Uh, So you get everything that I mentioned as well as our custom poker set uh, featuring our top 25 fighters of all time. Uh, which was a series that we did a five-part series it was a lot of fun we had suge we had our guy deshaun uh and we just you know just had a a nice what was it like three hour conversation about the top 25 fighters of all time yeah it's broken down to two parts so it's two videos no that one was five i believe right that was yes uh, i'm sorry that was
0: five that was five yeah
1: uh, so definitely check that out if you haven't already, and we we are going to be streaming uh, live on the twenty second for the Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia fight. So you know, go ahead over there, hit that subscribe button, and, and join us for that. Uh, and then we have a brand new tier. Uh, the it's a sixty dollars tier that is for people who are looking to get into YouTube or maybe just recently got into to content creation. Uh it is kind of a it's a content creators tier. And what we are gonna be doing is just kind of uh consulting, essentially, right? You know, if you sign up, you'll get a a stream yard with us, Hendo, OTR Mike, and we just try to give you tips and tricks for, for starting out your channel, getting you know, getting everything moving in the right direction, help you avoid a lot of the common uh pitfalls that even we had to go through, you know, just with trial and error. Uh, and that'll also get you into our uh Uh, content creators channel in our discord where you can ask questions of anybody in the discord. We all kind of help each other out in there. We have a list of uh, collaborators that we worked with, you know, artists, editors, things like that, that you'll get access to. Um, And I think that's about it for that. I I may be forgetting something, but uh, it's up on the, the patreoncom slash LBHT show. You can take a look at all the, the benefits there there you go and, also, and then oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the last <laughs> thing every tier gets you into the overtime show that we do following the live show every week and then also obviously everything gets you into our discord server
0: yes yeah, speaking of the overtime show what are we discussing tonight uh well look uh we're we're going to discuss the nfl draft okay uh the nfl draft we all love the draft we all get excited about the draft but is the draft a good thing or a bad thing me and b say it's a bad thing. Boo. Well, why do we think it's a bad thing? And what should be in place of the NFL draft? We're going to get into that on in the Overtime Show. All right? Patreon.com slash LBHT show is where you can uh, find that. Also, look, speaking of creators, all you guys that are thinking, guys and gals that are thinking about uh, YouTube or have started up a channel, um, look, I got two affiliate links in the description right you know there's a lot in the description go down where it says uh think about becoming a content creator there are two links there one for vidiq one for TubeBuddy. those are great tools if you are if you are uh thinking about uh doing it or you start up a channel and you need help with titles thumbnails and things like that click on that link okay that helps us out uh but that will help you out greatly uh coming up with all that stuff all right uh also also you like what we're wearing here? This is this is a little vintage here. This is not not in the store anymore, but uh, if you want one, you know, ask us, we can we can uh wear something out. But uh, what B's wearing right there, I know it's getting warm out there, right? We're gonna have some some summer more summer gear. Go over here, slash shop, okay? That's where you can find the look, look at that couple. That couple looks so happy, they look so happy wearing that ring kings merch, okay? This guy looks sad only because we told him he can't keep the shirt. We said, look. Uh, once once we're done shooting these photos man you gotta you gotta take that off and return it he said oh man
1: the dude looks like Bryce young finding out that all he's getting from carolina is the t-shirt he <laughs> it <to> the <laughs> <laughs> i did was i did forget one thing for the creator tier we, we also do a monthly q uh, live q a for yes uh, in that tier if yeah. you have any you know ongoing questions all uh, right if you need help.
0: All right, and a quick shout-out, a quick shout-out to the Ravens Roundtable. We do the Ravens Roundtable every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time on SIP2 Tally Films. So make sure you go over there and subscribe to Coach Evans' channel, all right? Also, subscribe over here. We got Hendo who's on the show. Subscribe to the Roll Pod, okay? Subscribe to Deep Cover Pod. Subscribe to Ring Kings Pod. Subscribe to Open Mike with OTR Mike, all right? And also, special shout-out, To our guy Ferris uh, from the highlights. Okay. Subscribe over there and Mr. Suge Knight323. Look, we look, we run like Wu-Tang here. Okay. You got to subscribe. You got, you got it. You, you need, you need all of our tapes. Okay. You need all of our CDs. Okay. Keeping it real too. You need to subscribe to him. Raven C, you need to subscribe to him. I'm going to get you guys' logos here. I'm going to put them up on on here as well. All right. But uh, subscribe to the whole crew. You want the whole experience. Okay. You don't, we're trying to keep you we're trying to save you from from getting lost in in, in the YouTube universe, okay? Cuz it can get a little weird out there, okay? We give you the guide. Everything that you need to know. If you can't remember all that, just go to lbstshow.com, okay? We'll 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 put you in the right direction. All right? Okay. Guys, NBA playoffs. They kicked off last night. Let's start. B B is a Los Angeles Lakers fan. I am a a Brooklyn Nets fan. Okay, mm. the the Lakers won their game last night, but boy, were they boy, trying?
1: To- they won their game. They're on to Memphis. We don't need to hear anything else about last night's game. Well, we do. We need to get his opinion. <laughs>
0: Keep <Keiman laughs> it how do you, how do you feel about that? I uh, I have some thoughts, but how do you, how do you feel about last night's game?
2: Okay, so this Timberwolves team that they went up against. Well, one, they were already missing Rudy Gobert because he got suspended. But th- this is a team that the Lakers, especially with LeBron and AD there, they they're better than them. However, that was a game early on. They they showed some struggles and, and the Timberwolves were definitely taking it to them. Uh I'm glad they won the game. Um uh, that was a that was a great um they, they they took control in overtime, but that's a game that shouldn't that shouldn't have gone to overtime in the first place. Uh, once Schroeder hit the three, that should have been it. That should have been but it. my concern, this not even just for this game. This is moving forward, and if the Lakers are going to pull off a championship run, it it comes down to him, Anthony Davis. What what was that in that situation? You're up three. You just need to make a stop. You're your play <laughs> Anthony Davis fouling right there. It, it, was, it was an out-of-body experience. You, you know what that reminded a, me of?
0: That reminded me of J.R. Ryder. Yeah. Didn't that remind you of that? In that in that in that uh, Golden State game? It he's did. like, I, I thought I, I thought we was up. Or not yeah. Ryder, Smith. Yeah. Smith. Smith, not Ryder, Smith no, J.R. Smith. Yeah. Smith. Yeah. Um, he's like, I thought we was up. Like I couldn't believe what I was watching.
2: The awareness, you got to be more aware there. Anthony Davis has, has kind of just been a concern here because he's had his highs. Obviously, he's had his highs where he's played up to the potential that we always talk about him you know, being one of the best players in the game. He's he's had moments where he's played like that. But it's yeah. been far too inconsistent. And that becomes a problem for me because there are times when where AD should be taking over in certain situations, in certain matchups, and he's just not doing that. I'm glad they won the game, but I really do have concerns because AD has to be the guy that's that's somewhat leading the charge. Obviously, LeBron's being there. LeBron's going to be LeBron. But if you want to get to where you want to get to, which is a championship, AD has to be better, especially in situations like that. You You get up three. In a, in an elim, it's it's basically an, an um somewhat of an elimination game, even though the Lakers would have had another chance had they had lost that one. But you treat it like it's an elimination game. Yes. In a situation like that, you're up three, you gotta be more aware to foul in that situation. And 80's had several moments like this throughout the season where he just has lacked the awareness in certain situations, and it's cost him. It's legitimately cost him. Um, it's it's a concern that I have here. Uh for the game itself. Uh, I like the competitiveness. I, I'm glad the play-in tournament has has been competitive because if this was a straight-up blowouts, this would have been a massive failure. But these games have been competitive, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the game itself was great. Uh, credit to the Timberwolves. I, I love the way they came out here and played. But, um, you know, Lakers found a way to win it in overtime. But I do have concerns with Anthony Davis. For the Timberwolves themselves, I love Anthony Edwards. He's still growing. And I think this was a game that showed that he still has some growth to do. He still has some, some aspects of his game that he needs to improve on, yeah. Um. It, which is something, again, he's young. He's going to continue to grow. So I, I like the progression I'm seeing with Anthony Edwards, the fact that you know there's some aspects of his game that he still needs to grow, and this is a game that showcases why he still has some work to do. But I wouldn't be too majorly concerned in terms of Anthony Edwards. For the Timberwolves as a whole, I mean, this they, I don't see where exactly they're going moving forward. I mean, their future isn't exactly looking the brightest. Since, you know, trading for Rudy Gobert, giving up that whole package, and then that whole situation happened, which led to the suspension. So, in terms of Timberwolves, I don't know what's gonna happen to them. They're gonna get another crack to see if they can get the eighth seed. I don't know if they're gonna get it. Who do they put? Um,
1: it depends on, on um, who wins tonight. Uh, it's either gonna be the thunder or the thunder pelicans.
2: It's chances are it's gonna be the thunder. I mean, pelicans, there's no zion, so I I think I think SGA can get the job done for them. So I yeah, think yeah. it could be OKC and And then Minnesota. And if I look at a matchup like that, I think OKC could be the one to get it, which would be an interesting matchup. OKC and Denver in the first round would be nice. But uh, yeah, Minnesota, there's not much. um, I don't see much of a bright future for them right now, even though they have a great player like Anthony Edwards. But um, yeah, I don't see much there. But for the Lakers, since they are in the playoffs and many believe this team could go on a run because of LeBron and AD, you have to have AD be just better in those situations. I've watched a lot of Lakers games this season and there's been too many times in key situations where Anthony Davis has just, he hasn't been aware and he would just make the most boneheaded mistake at the worst possible moment. Or there'll just be games where he has the matchup and he's just either not being aggressive or he's just not playing well at all. This is a situation where you need Anthony Davis. You need to see bubble AD. I don't know how I'm still, to this day, I still think about this. I don't know how this man was able to, one, play at that level consistently, and two, <laughs> stay healthy throughout the entirety of the bubble, but you yeah. need that guy. And he, he may not be that guy right now, but you need at least some level of consistency from him. I don't care what LeBron brings to the table. LeBron's going to be LeBron. You need Anthony Davis to play the way you've seen him play at times this season you need yeah. that. You cannot sit back and rely on these other guys. Yeah, um Delo's great, you know, some of the production he brings there is great. Obviously, you know, you you love some of the other guys here. Schroeder's definitely great. You love some of the pieces you have here. I'm um, obviously getting Beasley as well. He's he's great production. You got some pieces, you got some shooters that definitely help out for the most part, but it's going to come down to LeBron and AD. And in the first round matchup with somebody like Memphis, who's still relatively young and still looking to put it together, they're a good defensive team, and you're going to have certain matchups where eighty should be able to take over. And if you don't capitalize on that and AD's not playing to his game, it could be a problem. So in terms of this game, um I'm glad they got the win. They escaped yeah. a game they shouldn't have lost. But moving forward, <laughs> moving forward, yeah, I, I, I it, it all comes down to Anthony Davis, which is yeah. where – I gotta look at you, Mr. Lakers fan. How you feel about AD in terms of those chances? Because it's well, all on him.
1: Listen, I I I was I was watching in horror as I thought <laughs> him sprinting to the corner <laughs> to block a shot that was never going in. Exactly. Mike Conley was never gonna make that shot. And I mean, just thank God he didn't pull out a miracle and that shot dropped and he got the foul. Uh, but to your point, yes, Anthony Davis is is kind of the key. LeBron is gonna be LeBron. Uh, you know, D'Angelo had a he had a terrible game, but I think D'Angelo bounces back. I'm not worried mm. about D'Angelo. I think Dennis Schroeder, you know, he's going to show up. He's going to do Dennis Schroeder things. Austin Reeves will be fine. They're going to get what they get from Hachimura. I think everybody is cool except mm. Anthony Davis, and I think honestly the problem for Anthony Davis is he has a problem being the number two guy in LA to LeBron. I don't think he likes it, and I think that when LeBron is leading the team, he's disengaged. And I think that you know, they need to play through Anthony Davis, get him involved early, get him touches on basically every possession and keep his head in the game. Because like that, I I think that, you know, when LeBron was out, he played great. Yeah, you know, he he stepped up and he was Anthony Davis for that whole stretch. He's like, OK, well, LeBron's not here. I'm the man now. They need me to win these games. And he delivered right. for the most part. I mean, you know, there was a game here or there, but for the most part, he, he was Anthony Davis. And now, when LeBron comes back, he's like, "Oh, I guess I'm the number two again. Uh, I guess eight. I guess 17 points is cool for me. I, like, and it's just like, why? Like you said, you know, you you have moments where you should be dominating, and he just doesn't want to. It seems like, yeah. Uh, so I think that they they do need to go through Davis and and let him get his touches, let him get his numbers early, and LeBron can take over when he knows he needs to take over." Uh, but they got to keep Anthony Davis engaged in, in these games. And then I honestly, if he's engaged, you know, LeBron stays healthy, you know, uh, Russell, you know, bounces back from that game, which I, I don't have any, any concern about that. I don't, I don't think that there's really a team in the West that I'm worried about at that point. You know, I I think golden state is probably the biggest threat just because they, they have all of that championship experience. They have those great players and everything, but I would take the Lakers over just about every team in the, in the West. If Anthony Davis is playing like himself.
0: Mm-hmm. See, that's the problem, man. Like I think they do try to get him involved early. Right. I don't think LeBron is trying to, to, to get going, you know, uh, right out the gate. I think, I think he does try to get AD going out there, but what, who knows what mobile is man. Right. Like who knows? Like he just, I don't know, man. Like, I used to think he he had it. I thought he was going to be the guy, uh, at this point, right? Once once they traded for him, but I don't know, man. Like like I I saw Carl Anthony Towns cooking last night, and there was a time where we would have thought the two of them would go back and forth, right? Like I thought AD would be considered up there with Giannis, you know, with with you know with the with the top big men in the in the sport, and there's no way, like like. No, nah. cat cat was cooking, and, and you know he's just gonna own AD. That's just what it was gonna be. Now now AD didn't have a bad game per se, but like you, you want that next level AD. You want to yeah. see that where like they can go back and forth, and this is gonna be a battle. And then LeBron kid kid, you know, feed off of that. But LeBron's gotta do all the heavy lifting still at what thirty eight years old. They can't. Well, they can't I, be the case. Yeah, I, I
1: think that I think that's the thing. Like he, they come down in, in the half court, and they give the ball to LeBron. He stands back. And he looks at the defender, he's like, no, not you. And they they pick, you know, they, they 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 run him off of screens until he gets the defender that he wants. And then it's either hey, I'm gonna get my own shot or I'm gonna find one of you. And yeah, and a lot of times it's Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is what Anthony Davis wants, I think, is for them to cross that half court line and dump it down to Anthony Davis and, he, and the play is running through him. Not LeBron gets LeBron decides I get the ball on this possession. It's, I get the ball because I'm Anthony Davis. And then, you know, depending on how it's going, maybe I'll pass it off to one of y'all. And I, that's how he wants them to play. And, you know, I I, I think that they got to try it. They got to just run it through him and, and see if that keeps him, like I said, keeps him engaged, keeps him in the game. Because, like you said, keeping it real, there's times when, like even when he's playing well, It's just there's times when like you don't really notice he's on the court, and then Mm -hmm. there's times when you notice he's on the court for all the wrong reasons.
2: Yep. But um, yeah, with that situation in terms of like running plays for AD, part of that has to deal with LeBron just like dominating the ball, which again, he's always gonna make the right play. Mm -hmm. But I think another element that would have to be talked about there is 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 Ham as well. Is he making those are you running plays for A D? Like Ham has to sit back and say, We gotta get AD involved. We gotta get him engaged. We need to have a set of plays that are set up for AD to get the ball and let him go to work. And I don't <laughs> think the Lakers have that.
1: Well, it was funny because he, he made a comment about that too. When it was when LeBron was out and uh, you know, they had started like I forget who they were playing, but like AD had a really strong second half and they they mm. pulled out the win. And a reporter asked him about that, like what kind of led to the turnaround turnaround, and Ham was like well, his dumbass coach started calling plays for Anthony Davis. Is what happened, and and so you know, like they 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 know. But I think you know, with LeBron, LeBron wants to dominate the ball. He wants the ball in mm-hmm. his hands. He wants to be the playmaker. He wants to to make those decisions. And I think you got to go to LeBron and say, hey, you know, do you want to dominate the ball or do you want to win a ring?
0: Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, let's let's move on to the team that's that's not in the play in. My Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's not much much to talk about here. Uh it's gonna be Philly in like five or six. <laughs> I'm yeah. Sorry. I'm yeah, not doing a little about that. Uh I just want to say this though. I um I am um, happy uh for the bounce back for uh for the Nets, man. Like it was it was pretty much a disaster from the offseason for them, right? Mm-hmm. With with KD and, and Kyrie. And this is this is why I, I spoke glowingly about the organization. I'm I'm you know I'm pro player, right? But man, when a team gives you everything that you could ask for, uh what are you crying about? And that's what KD and Kyrie did in Brooklyn. There's nothing that they should have been crying about. The team gave them everything and they and this team knows that that front office knows how to put together a good team. That's why Sean Marks survived there throughout the whole ordeal because he gets players. I mean, look at Nick Claxton right now. Nick Claxton is about to be um, uh, uh, all all defensive uh, all, on all defensive team, right? Uh, they got him what the second round, you know, or the end of the first round. I mean, they always get that talent. You know, Spencer DiBiody, who they just traded back for. You know, he was on there on their uh, D league. Uh, you know, you talk about D'Angelo Russell, they re- they revived his career. You know, uh, they they know what they're doing there, and you know, when they traded away KD, obviously, I wasn't. You know, it wasn't like the happiest moments because I, I like KD as a player um but you know the stick was getting old they got rid of Kyrie and they brought in mikhail bridges i wasn't happy about that i didn't think mikhail bridges and cam johnson was enough but mikhail bridges is playing really well mm-hmm. you know he, he's looking he's looking very good so the pieces that he got uh, back for him obviously it's not KD and Kyrie. obviously we don't have a chance to win a title i think philly is a very good team i, I don't think we're gonna we're gonna beat them but moving forward, I'm glad that we made the playoffs. I'm glad we were to the seed. They're, they're showing that they're still a competitive team and they can turn things around quickly. I think in the offseason, they can make some serious moves, right? They can they can put together some pieces to trade for somebody. I mean, I know Trey Young has been rumored to be on the block. Um, that's, that's a potential player right there or somebody else that we're not thinking about right now. But this team knows how to put together a competitive team. My only concern is are they going to be scared scared off from trying to get superstars there after what happened with Katie and Kyrie? So,
2: um,
0: so you are keeping it real. Your team is what the Bucks? No. Who's it? No, no Heat. It's the Heat. Yes, I remember. I remember. No, no
1: confirmation on that. You just gonna. No, I remember that. I, 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 I don't. I don't want to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so obviously the Heat lost last night to the Hawks um, in, in so devastating fashion. Okay, listen, 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 listen. It's over. It's, it's it's done with. Right now they have a shot. They they still have a shot to get in.
1: I don't want that shot.
2: <laughs> they have to play. I don't want that
1: shot. <laughs> they have to play. Um, Toronto is looking
2: like either it's going to be um, Toronto or Chicago.
1: Yeah, Toronto's currently up seventy one fifty seven. All right, it's going to be Toronto halfway through the third.
2: We'll see if Chicago bounces back, but it might be Toronto. So
0: you yeah. don't think you can t- you can beat Toronto?
2: It's it's well okay. See, here's the thing with with a lot of Heat fans, especially with this season. This season's been so frustrating because we were a team that went from being one shot away from the NBA Finals to potentially missing the playoffs. And with yesterday, that was a complete disaster. You got outbeat in every fashion. Uh, they shot better um, from the field and from three. Um, they they were a better defensive team but the biggest glaring part was the rebounding 20 offensive rebounding 20 offensive rebounding <laughs> no not just rebound 20 offensive rebounding the amount of second chance points they had in that game it it was um awful in general a lot of heat fans have been frustrated with this season and yeah injuries have played a role but Uh, It it all starts with um, this team not making the necessary moves to add pieces, especially when you've lost guys. When you first lost somebody like a P.J. Tucker, we didn't replace P.J. Tucker with anything for much of the season. We sat back and said, hey, Caleb Martin, you want to play the four? You're a bench player, but we'll put you in a starting lineup. Let's see how that works (laughs) out for you. You still got Kyle Lowry here, which you didn't move, and he was injured for much of the season. Yeah. And then you're looking at some of your other parts here. You're, you're working with Gabe Vincent in the starting lineup. Again, another player that should not be in the starting lineup. You still got Jimmy here, who, again, we, we talked about this. Uh, for much of the first half of the season, Jimmy was coasting, and and we all recognize that because we saw Jimmy played before the All-Star Game and after the All-Star Game. You could tell that man was coasting. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Hero, in some cases, did not make the progression that we wanted. No. You got a guy in Duncan Robinson who you pay all that money to, and you can't even put him on the court to play him. He's unplayable. So he's got I, didn't, a guy I, didn't that I didn't understand money. that move.
0: I didn't, I, never, I, I didn't understand that move. I didn't understand it
2: either. You get another guy in Strews who, again, was playing phenomenal last year, and then this year apparently just fell off the cliff and forgot how to shoot the basketball. And you got all these things here. But the thing that makes it the most frustrating is you look at one of your pioneers on this team in Bam the bio, and you, we just got to come to realization as Heat fans, this guy, he's not the guy, he's he's just not that guy. I love Bam. But he's not, he's never going to be the offensive player we want him to be. He'll have moments where he'll shine, but he's never going to be the offensive guy we want him to be. We love what he brings defensively, offensively, he's just not that guy, and he's never going to be that guy. I am not going to spend another offseason on my channel talking about how this man has to be more aggressive (laughs) when you're in the paint. You have, we're giving you the ball there. There are times where Spolstra is running plays for this man in the post. What does he do? Oh, let me throw it back to Jimmy. Apparently, the way the Heat offense runs is either you give Jimmy the ball and let him do whatever the hell he wants, or you just start passing it around and hope someone can shoot a three somewhere. Whenever Bam gets the ball, it's just like he either is going to shoot a hook shot, which will probably be short, or he's just not going to shoot the ball. So, like, it's just – it's a whole mess. And what makes it worse is just how they have they looked defensively. Because if there's anything you can say, Miami's offense, even last year – in the half-court set was not good. They were great in transition and in the fast break, but in the half-court set, they were not. Defensively, they were at least solid. They were a really great defensive team last year. That's a big part of why they became the number one seed and got all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. This year, they have not been that team defensively. They've taken a drop defensively, and yesterday showed it. They tried to run the same thing they did last year against Atlanta and assumed the Hawks weren't going to adjust. They started off early on by trying to trap – Trey Young and get him out of the game the same way they did in the first round. And obviously the Hawks are a basketball team. You're going to make adjustments. We lost that series because you kept tracking, trapping Trey Young. So we're going to make adjustments. And Trey, he was very patient in that playoff series. He was very frattled and he just continued to try and shoot the ball here. He wasn't taking those deep threes. He was just getting his guys involved. And because he kept doing that, because they kept trapping him, guys are just getting left Wide open all over the court. They're, he just, Trey Young's at the top of the key, throwing to the corner. Nobody's there because they're trapping him. They're running the same plays. They're not making any adjustments. I'm looking at my great, or oh, apparently, you know, apparently he forgot how to coach. I'm looking at my coach in air exposure saying, bro, are you going to make an adjustment? Defensively, why are we leaving guys wide open? It's It's been a mess of a year, and that game showcased it. And Heat fans are tired. You didn't do anything in the offseason. You didn't do anything in the trade deadline. No players going everywhere. I'm I'm seeing KD go to the freaking Phoenix Suns. We couldn't get him. Nothing's happening. And what did you gift us with? Cody Zeller and Kevin Love. And that's <laughs> supposed to get us to where we want to get to. Now is you're Kev- sitting here in a play. Kevin Love's been solid. Is he getting minutes? Okay. He's getting minutes. He's been solid. But that's not going to change anything in the Eastern Conference. You no, sat no. back. Boston got better, Milwaukee got better, Philadelphia got better, you did not get better, and then it it all comes down to you being in a play-in game, which again is because of this inability to do anything consistently offensively and being poor defensively, and honestly, I'll tell you right now, the moment I knew the season was over was against your Nets. In the first half, that was a must-win game for Miami if they wanted to get that playoff seeding. Same thing for the Nets. First half, they're shooting the ball well, especially Struis, he's going off. And I'm watching the Nets, and they're not panicking at all. They're not frattled. They're giving up the points, but they're not frattled. That third quarter came over, and the Nets played
0: they went solid,
2: off. fundamental basketball, and the Miami Heat had no response and got blown out. When I saw that, I knew we were in trouble. So <laughs> I'm not even surprised by what happened with the Hawks. Heat fans are expecting it. So in terms of your question, sorry for this rant, but it had <laughs> no, to that's, happen. That's, that's perfect. That's perfect. In, in terms of your question about – taking on the Raptors. Do I want to? No. Do many Heat fans want to? No. I've seen a lot of people say, let's just lose that game, miss the playoffs, get in the lottery, and see what we can do moving forward. Because why would we want to get into the playoffs to take on a Milwaukee, a Milwaukee Bucks team that is better than the last time we faced it, that have already won a championship. Why why would we want to go to the playoffs (laughs) to get swept? Why would we want to go to the playoffs to get swept? when we could just miss the playoffs and be in the lottery. I'd, right. I'd rather do that than just go and be, get swept. What is the yeah. playoff appearance going to do for Miami when you were one shot away from the NBA finals in the previous season? Let's right. just miss the playoffs. So uh, yeah. Toronto, please just go, go to the playoffs. Have fun. <laughs> good luck with Milwaukee. I do not want to have to sit here and have to cover Miami against Milwaukee because there's nothing to talk about.
1: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Agent, he says the like aren't supposed to be in the playoffs. And Devin Booker was right when he said the NBA was rigging games to get them in the playoffs. Okay, you're talking about rigging games, and your first sentence said the Lakers aren't supposed to be in the playoffs. What does that mean?
2: I don't know how that works because I mean, even if we didn't have the play-in tournament, they were like what the seventh seed, so technically by that standard, they would be in the playoffs. So how does that work?
1: So what do you mean they weren't supposed to be in the playoffs? It sounds like it sounded like you wanted to rig it the other way, there,
2: Agent. A little upset. (laughs) Unless he's saying that that Russell Westbrook trade to get D'Angelo Russell and. And and Malik Beasley and all those other guys, unless you know you're saying that trade wasn't supposed to go down, which again, still, how does that work? And as hey,
1: aspect? hey, hey, the Thunder are benefiting greatly from that trade. They, they really are. are. So all right, look, look, very I, I, fair I, all the way around. I wanted so, to why. do
0: pre- I wanted to do predictions, but I also want to bring you back on uh, later on in the playoffs. So we're gonna say we're gonna hold off on predictions now. We we're giving our reaction to 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 the uh, the playing games. Um, as the rounds, you know, go through, we'll, we'll have you back on. You'll know, we'll, we'll give some some reactions to the to the games, and and we'll give our predictions uh, a little bit later. I do have um,
1: one one more question though, mm? uh, for our guys, Aou. What are your thoughts on the New York Knicks? Oh,
2: mm, interesting. Um, honestly, I think that might be one of the more interesting matchups in the first round because I got I think they got Cleveland in the first round. Yes. yes, sir. Yeah, that is going to be very interesting. First of all, um we got to say this, the the Knicks did a great, I want to say this uh, before we get into the Knicks. Every single Dallas Mavericks fan needs to be absolutely disgusted and pissed off at their owner, Mark Cuban, because (laughs) this, there is no reason Jalen Brunson should be a New York Knick. There's no reason for that to be a case. The mix, One of the main factors as to why they got to the Western Conference Finals was because of him. You had him alongside Luka, and he was making some big shots down the stretch, especially in that second round against Phoenix. So losing him was huge for Dallas, but it was everything for the Knicks because Jalen Brunson has been fantastic with the Knicks this year. And honestly, I don't think they're in this situation that they are right now as the fifth seed, if it's not for Jalen Brunson, oh, um, he, he's played, he's just been so great for them. Um, Julius Randle, I look at this series and I think this is a, a chance for Julius Randle to show that he's learned from his first time being there and he's gonna have help. But the when he, when he got there, well, first time being there as a, as a as a Nick, but when he got there that first time in the playoffs, bro, he was shell shocked. He was shell-shocked, and the way he played, that was not the guy that we looked at that was the most improved player. He didn't look like that at all in the playoffs. I think this is a time and opportunity for him to redeem himself, especially in the fans' eyes, because Knicks fans gave him hell after that performance. So he has an opportunity to redeem himself. Having someone like um, Jalen Brunson, you also have RJ Barrett there. They got a lot of great pieces, a lot of young talent there, and I like the Knicks. I don't know how they're going to match up with Cleveland because, again, Cleveland's another team that's also young. They have great picks. And just like the Knicks went out and made sure they can sign uh, Brunson to try and compete, the Cavaliers made sure to go get their guy in Donovan Mitchell. And I think that is going to be the difference maker in that series between um, Cleveland and and the Knicks. I I think Donovan Mitchell is going to be the key here in terms of the Cavs. I'm not going to give a prediction yet, but I I see that being – a really interesting matchup. So I like the Knicks season. I like what they've been able to do. This is definitely a lot of progression and getting Jalen Brunson was probably one of the best moves of any team um, in that offseason because that did so much for the Knicks to propel them to where they are. And yeah, he's just been a great addition to the team. So I like what I'm seeing for the Knicks and I like what I saw for them this season.
0: You know, speaking of the mass, (laughs) (laughs) uh, the Nets traded malcontent uh, uh Kyrie Irving to the Mavericks. Okay. Yep. Kyrie had a he had a lot to say, right? He did a lot of chirping. Okay. Uh a, a lot a lot of things to say about about the uh, the Nets and how they did business. And um, you know, when, when they traded KD, he was like, oh I glad I'm glad he got up out of there. Like it was like it was hell being in, in Brooklyn. Cause they treated him so poorly because they didn't let him just take off whenever he wanted to take off. Oh yeah they did. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, you know, and, um, (laughs) apparently, you know, apparently the reason why he wanted out of there is because they offered him close to a max deal. They offered him a a guaranteed deal, except for the last year of, of that deal. They wanted that to be, uh, you know, you know, they, they, they want to incentivize him a little bit like, Hey, get us to a championship. Okay. And, um, and we'll guarantee that last year. He took that as an insult. He took that as disrespect. And he said, you know what? Uh, trade me now. And they traded him to Mavericks. And it's, you know, as soon as he goes to the Mavericks, who were the fourth seed, okay, they just got worse and worse and worse to the point where they're not even in the, the uh, play in tournament. They are completely out of the playoffs. Luca is very unhappy, and there are rumblings that maybe he might ask for a trade. Okay. That's so, what Kyrie did. <laughs> Kyrie did that in about 20 games.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Kyrie did. I used to to smile when I played basketball. Yeah, and 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 Kyrie, Kyrie
2: (laughs) yo, Kyrie,
0: listen, man, Kyrie Irving, uh, he messed up. I don't think he's going to get anything close to the deal that Brooklyn offered him uh, moving forward. I just—he's still an amazing player, but I just don't think players want to play with him anymore. They won't say it out loud, but he's one—he's that guy that you're just like, no, no, he's cool, he's cool, and don't don't sign him though. I, don't, I you know, don't don't sign him. I don't wanna play with him. I think that's it. I think that's it for Kyrie. He'll 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 get work, obviously, because he could play. But those max deals, I think that's it. That's a wrap. So hey man, I, I I'm not one of those I, I don't like to be petty like that, you know. Players uh ask for what you what you want, you know, if you can get it, cool. But the way him and KD can play, man, it just left a, a sour taste in my mouth, man. Cause yes, it was for my, my nets, but I think if they did that for any team. I would I I wouldn't like that because what more could we have done like sure. what more can a team offer you you like everything that you asked for new coach certain players there they did it for you and you didn't live up to expectations this is what it came
1: down to it sounded like you really enjoyed going after Kyrie uh, <laughs> and him missing the playoffs in Dallas sound like you enjoyed that a lot
0: well yeah. it's bittersweet because I like Luca, right I want Luca to uh to succeed,
1: Luca's gonna be just fine when he forces that trade to LA. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Ky- Kyrie and, and Anthony Davis play together down there in Dallas. Yeah, and Luca will be the new face of the franchise for the Lake Show. And you know, uh, Luca,
2: uh, I'm just saying, if you if you need a place, um, uh, we Miami. we got a spot for you in South Beach. You know. Miami is a great place to live. Don't nobody um, want to play Luka, Miami, Luka needs there. to go. <laughs> go. Listen, you're not going to go get the ball if you go over there. LeBron's not going to give you the ball. Listen, Jimmy Butler is a very unselfish player. He he doesn't <clears> even <throat> want to dominate the ball. If you go to L.A., you LeBron's going to take
1: it. You know, you know why saying? Jimmy Butler's unselfish? Because he can't make the shot when it counts. Listen, LeBron's going to be done in a year or two. And, and and yeah, okay, Bronny will be there, but uh, don't give a damn about Bronny. All right? it's, it's you <laughs> and D'Angelo. It's all
0: good. Listen, no, Luca needs to go to like Utah, Sacramento, someplace where the food isn't as well seasoned. Okay. It's 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 not as as tempting. Okay. Cause <laughs> that man likes to eat. All right. It Texas was the worst place for him to go.
1: And and guess what? He gets to his spot every time with the extra pound. So leave Luca alone. Listen, I call all him right? fat Luca.
0: Fat Luca, man. If he ever man, imagine if Fat Luca ever got into shape. Oh my god. <laughs> that'd be terrorizing he needs to go someplace where you know like that first piece of texas toast and, that, and that's and that texas steak that ruined him okay that, <laughs> that that like that was that was a wrap for for fat luca okay he he, he went from being from being luca trim luca that's to wild. fat luca and he he's like he needs to get out of dallas he needs to get out of the state of texas that man he's, he's tempted by food way too much okay don't go to texas don't go to new orleans don't go to places where where the food is rich okay Go someplace where
1: all and you can do is Zion just work out. career before it started, boy. Zion said, this is
0: a pole boy? yes! <laughs> 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 I'm going to catch he up, was up to... Good there. He they, was said, good they said, Zion, practice. Yeah, I'm going to catch up to y'all, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> all right, listen. Yeah, Texas Toast is off the hook. Um, okay, all right. Uh... We are getting dangerously close to two hours, and this is hashtag new two hours. We are going to spend a few minutes uh, for the bonus time. Anything that you guys want to talk about, put it in the chat box real quick, and then we are going to head over to the overtime show where we'll be discussing why the NFL draft is a bad thing. Boo! The draft. Why do we think it's bad, and what do we think should replace the draft? We'll discuss that in the overtime show. We might have to discuss... um, some Star Wars too. I saw the Star Wars chat earlier, man. There's a lot of people that aren't feeling the 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 Jedi Order. Okay. And uh listen, we can, I told you, me and B can start a whole channel on on the issues we have with Star Wars and the 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 turn it's taken since the original trilogy.
1: And right. uh Jake Paul just signed his next fight. Oh yeah, oh, I saw yeah. That. Nate, Nate Diaz. Yeah, I was, Nate I, Diaz.
0: I was going to say that for the Ring Kings podcast, but you know, Jay Paul is at the point now where
1: I, I, are we still considering it boxing? We're not. I mean, we're not even going to pretend anymore that that it's legitimate. Like, yeah. fight a boxer.
0: I always called a boxer entertainment. You know, yeah. some people over there didn't like like me calling that. Uh, some people think that he's really boxing, but. He, he hasn't fought a boxer. Well, he fought one boxer.
2: I mean, yeah, I just said he's sparring. I, I just call it him sparring. He's sparring. So, I mean, yeah. it, technically it's it's boxing, but he's just sparring. Like, he's yeah. not taking on a, a legitimate boxer. And credit to him. I, I give him credit to, to for getting into the ring in that moment, but he is an entertainer and he's used to being in those environments. But you know, it it's just like public sparring. It's a, it's an event, it's a show. That's kind of just it's, it
0: yeah, does. it's a show, it's a show, right? Um the one thing I do like about uh about uh Jay Paul is him really showcasing or 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 or, or featuring these former MMA fighters. Uh, because UFC doesn't pay their fight as well. Now I think now now I, I think Diaz got paid uh, pretty well. He's been fighting forever. I think he, he's mm-hmm. done okay for himself. But typically these fighters, even for Nate Diaz, like even for Nate Diaz, uh, his 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 pay per views don't pay him that much, right? This fight could easily be the the most money he's ever made in one in one night, right? It's the same okay. thing with Ben Askren. Same thing for um for Woodley, Tyron Woodley. Like, most of these MMA fighters don't make that much money. Um, the more popular ones do over a, a period of time, but it's nothing near what they can make from boxing. And I like that Jake Paul uh, kind of champions their effort to make more money, to, you know, to unionize, make more, you know, get get paid. Um, and he's really sticking it to Dana White, because we can't stand Dana White. Um, but these, these boxing matches, yeah, they're more like exhibitions. We know what it is. But... Those fighters walk away with a good chunk of change. Yeah, you know. Um, Okay, all right. So yeah, we're we're gonna get out here soon. Type in your comments, and we'll uh, we'll get it going. Last week, last week, this this is this is this is what you're missing on the overtime show, okay? Because last week it it took it, it it just spiraled out of control. I can't remember what the topic was supposed to be about, but we got into an argument about the Gray. Have you ever heard of that movie, The Gray? With Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson and Wolves. Okay, I've it's heard of it.
2: One. I haven't watched it, but I've heard of it.
0: Doesn't matter. Okay, doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't matter. In fact, the fact that you didn't watch it, that's even better. Okay, there's only one question that we were asking, right? <laughs> Does Liam Neeson die at the end of the movie? Okay, so 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 a quick a quick synopsis of the movie. Uh, it's a bunch of people out in the wilderness somewhere. And a pack of wolves are hunting, er, hunting this group down. Everybody pretty much gets eaten by the wolves at the end. Liam Neeson is the last person to survive. Well, does he survive? Because the wolves are surrounding him at the end, and the leader of the pack comes to the front. So Liam Neeson, he gets like a broken bottle. He makes some, like some makeshift claws, you know, and. And he looks into the camera and it goes to credit to the credits, right? Does he die? Right? You think he's dead because everybody else dies. But then it had like that mid-credit
1: scene where it shows the dead wolf. Okay. If the wolf wasn't dead in the mid-credit scene. It was still alive. It was, it was, it had it had the raspy breath going on, going on, like he was maybe about to die. But much like Liam Neeson, you don't see the wolf die. The point is there's a bunch of other wolves and even if he miraculously killed all those other wolves he's in the middle of nowhere he's going to die of hypothermia and that's the <laughs> whole point of the of the movie is him you know is all of them facing death you know, and, and, and accepting it in their own personal ways and, and challenging their faith and all that he absolutely dies at the that
0: end. would have been that that's great for a real movie but this is liam neeson and Liam this neeson is a real not, movie. liam neeson doesn't die Okay, he's an action star. This is this isn't your typical
1: action movie. (laughs) This is based off of a book. There's not there's actually, you know, when you watch the trailer, when you watch the trailer, you would think this is Liam Neeson taking wolf punching action. That's not what goes on in this movie. (laughs) I was (laughs) about to say
0: tell me in the book, does he does he have some makeshift claws like Wolverine?
1: I mean, I haven't read the the book, but I, I would imagine nope. that uh, I would, you haven't read the book. yet? Leonisa what are you said,
0: Liam <laughs> said, that's an interesting story. How about if you made me some claws like Wolverine? That would be great. Okay,
1: at let the end of what... the book, it is it is also ambiguous as to whether or not he kills the wolf or or, or what happens at the. Very let, end. let me tell you what happened in
0: Liam version. Look, we're gonna get a vote for you in a second, keeping it real. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what happens and Liam Neeson's version, okay, You okay. didn't see our screen, but you see in the director's cut. Liam Neeson kills the wolf. <laughs> he kills the wolf. Okay? Skins the wolf. He's wearing the wolf skin cuz now he is the wolf king. Okay? The wolf pack follows him. Okay? That's and, and they and they lead him up out of there.
1: Okay? Taking nature style. No. All right. We have Liam Neeson, uh, you know, he stabs the wolf. The wolf is laying there. He's laying on the wolf they both die in the wolf den.
0: Look, look. Coach says that He will find you, and he has a particular set of skills. Okay. Yes. Now, okay. Now, Spawn says Qui-Gon Jin does not surrender to wolves. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> Qui-Gon <laughs> Jin got killed by a dude who his who, who his student beat moments later. Spawn, you're not you're not that case here. All That's right.
0: True. What uh, we're gonna end it with? Keeping it real. What's your vote? Does he die or does he survive?
2: I mean, see. <sighs> It's Liam Neeson, so you always want to say he survives, but this isn't taking Liam Neeson. If it's taking Liam Neeson, okay, you know what? That guy is just not going to die if it's taking Liam Neeson. I, I, I'm gonna I, want, I want to interject real
0: quick. Okay. There are many taken movies that aren't called taken, okay, but they're sure. essentially taken.
1: If you're, if you're going to interject, I'm also going to interject real quick as well. <laughs> and, and outless... Remember, remember also... Yeah, you got Taken, Liam Neeson. You got uh, Unstoppable, Liam Neeson, all those random movies. You also yeah. have Liam Neeson, who was out on the streets in the middle of the night hunting for black people to murder. And he offered that up without anybody Whoa. asking him about that. So Whoa. I want you to now answer, is Liam Neeson dead? Listen, and listen, Neeson, listen.
2: I, that, we're I'm not just trying about to really. figure out how he's going to survive here. Because like, even if he takes down like the leader wolf, let's, let's just assume that he takes down the leader wolf here. Okay. Yeah. So he takes down the leader wolf. What about the other wolves surrounding him? If some miraculous way he takes down all of those wolves, obviously he's not going to take them down without suffering any sort of injury. He's Mm going to be injured by the end of it. Do they fight him or do they
0: follow him now?
2: So they're going to fall. Okay, this is an interesting one that you would have to. (laughs) This would take some research because if you kill the pack leader wolf, would the others bow down? That's kind of a question there. Here's,
0: here's why I asked this, right? Usually, mm-hmm. it's a pack; they just all jump on you, right? Mm-hmm. But they circled and they let the leader handle it, yeah, right? They
2: were
1: out there like Rufio, yeah. Rufio. right? And then Rufio okay. died. But so then said, somebody
0: else steps up. So they said fair fight, and and their king wolf lost a fair fight. So what are they going to
1: do? I think I'm like now, now gonna eat them. They're going to avenge their king wolf. But but even even if, even if
2: they follow him, even if they follow him.
1: Liam Neeson ain't got no fur. He gonna die. It's King too cold. Spare. He's gonna skin King Wolf. It's, it's too cold.
2: It's still not gonna survive in that
0: environment. Leon, isn't Thank that what Leonidas you. did in, 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 in 300? Leonidas died in 300 did He did that he, he did, like, he did like 15 years old. Yeah.
1: He okay,
0: was, He was 30
1: feet from his house. Keeping
2: it real. What's your vote? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, man. Uh, I'm sorry. No matter how you look at it, if, if it's a scenario where he kills the pack leader wolf and they all bow down to him, he's he's just not going to survive in those elements long term. And where is he going to get the food? Unless he's going to start potentially eating those wolves, which again, hey, at that point, no more. they follow him no more. I, I can end it right there. So whether he, they follow up. him or whether he kills them, he's not going to survive in those elements. They okay. wake up one day like, where's Ricky? okay
0: so death by death by elements not by not yeah. by wolves though yeah all right i can
2: give you that he death by elements i can give you that okay all right
0: then i <laughs> I, I i argue that he didn't die then because i mean you know look eventually eventually everybody dies right he died later on but in the movie he does not die
1: he dies. <laughs> not it's just not happening
0: okay let's get out of here this this is good this is what you miss on an overtime show okay this is what you miss all right so go patreon.com slash lbht show sign up if you have three dollars in your pocket because this is it's, it's not gonna be three dollars for much longer go ahead and sign up all right if you're thinking about ordering some uber eats or or grubhub or whatever man save that twenty dollars on delivery fees go pick it up yourself and you'll have enough money okay, to sign up. Um, keeping it real, before we get out of here, let everybody know where they can find you.
2: Yeah, y'all can find me on my YouTube channel, Keeping It Real, as well as Twitter, which is uh, Keeping it Real 721 so you can find me there. Playoffs are starting, so I can't wait to talk about that. Anything to get away from my team, which, again, I hope to God they do not make the playoffs. I'm saying this as a Heat fan. I'd rather just go to the lottery. I'm not interested in watching four games of Milwaukee beat the crap out of us. And even if we win one, it's still just not worth it. I don't need to get a playoff spot. That's not worth it for me. But I'm excited for the playoffs. Uh, obviously, the NFL draft's on the way, so we'll see how things going. And yeah, just a lot of things happening right now with um, the Ravens in terms of what can happen there. So I'm interested in seeing how things are going. But I'm really like excited for the NBA playoffs because there's a lot of predictions I gotta make.
0: Bet, bet. All right, and we're gonna have you uh, back on uh, during the playoffs too. So uh, you know, don't don't overbook. Okay. Yeah, i got you <laughs> all right everybody thank you so much for uh hanging out with us man we still got about 70 people in here man hit that like button on your way out if you're new hit that subscribe button um b you have anything before we, we need to get out of here
1: no are you I'm ready? ready
0: i'm ready b is ready patrons give us a couple minutes overtime show will be starting shortly everybody else have a great night we will see you next time
2: peace out peace.